0: What's going on, everybody? It is Thursday, February 8th, and you have found the Pinwheels and Ivy podcast. I am your host, Matt Suwaski, a.k.a. Father Zo, a.k.a. Southside Zo. With me, as always, is Mr. Aldo Soto.
1: Howdy, howdy. Cubs are going to get one of the boars, guys. Maybe two, maybe three, <laughs> Maybe four. And the good Reverend K
2: Foods. Maybe none. <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe none. Because the boogeyman, Scott Boris, is on the case. And when the boogeyman ruins baseball, like the boogeyman is done, because everyone's so scared of the boogeyman when it's really the owners are just taking larger chunks of their fair share, actually. So uh, I praise the beast that is known as Scott Boris. All praise be to Scott Boris.
0: So tonight we're going to be talking about that. We're going to talk about Jeff Besson saying he thinks the Cubs are going to sign one out of the four Boris clients. Uh, the White Sox are actually making deals, wheeling and dealing on the south side. For guys, do you know them? Maybe not, probably not, but they're making trades. And also, uh, the White Sox might have a new address in five years. We got pictures, video renderings, all kinds of fun stuff.
3: All that and a lot, lot more. Let's tap this cake. Free build of the favorites. We here for the latest. Yeah. South side or the north side. Not tuned to the greatest. Home team for the home teams. Both sides got our own rings. On the mound or the long ball. But we don't put the wrong strings. Yeah. <laughs> it's that time of the year now. Yeah. Rick or a So the whole league that we here now. New show with a new move. Discussions and interviews. Straight rumors that might be. This is Pinwheels and Knife. Yeah. This is what you waiting for, yeah. You can put it on the boy, yeah. Every season make it all change. Take me out to the bar game. This is what you waiting for, yeah. This is what you're waiting for. You board, yeah. You can put it on the boy, yeah. Every season make it all change. Take me out to the bar Take game. The bar this game. is what you waiting for, this yeah. What waiting for. You can put it on the
0: As always, the show is brought to you by Sports mockery SportsMockery.com. Make sure you download the app, turn on push notifications so you can be the first one to read one of our new writers, Mike, Tommy, or Missy's articles. Uh, Sports Microwee, Turn on the push notifications, and we'll tell you what the Bears are actually going to do with the pick, but you can't tell anybody. And then also it's brought to you by Uncle Bud's, 9700 South Cicero. For all you old school Southsiders, it's where TC's was for a 1,000 years. Uncle Bud's on 9700 South Cicero, something going on every night. They got good food. They got good drinks. There's bingo. There's karaoke. There's all kinds of crazy shit going on. Uncle Bud's, what? they got a nice spread going, Super Bowl special. Just uh, find him on Instagram, at Uncle Buds, and you can see all that deal. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we do have a guest tonight. Yes, I know I didn't advertise it. It was a little secret, a little, a little on the late tip, but we've got him on. I'm going to bring him on right now. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to bring on to the show the self-proclaimed king of Ringleyville, Cubs season ticket holder, and Chicago meatball sports fan, he is the newest Cubs writer for Sports Mockery. You'll be seeing his stuff at Sports Mockery and SportsMockery.com. Ladies and gentlemen, he goes by the name of SM Tommy now. I like that you put the SM in there real quick. All in, it's baby. Our boy. It's our boy, Tommy. Tommy, how are you doing, bud?
4: What's up, boys? Um, <laughs> first time caller. Oh, thank you. First time caller, long time listener. Um, excited to be with the boys.
0: Yeah, no, we're, we're glad to have you on the team. Uh... Like I was and before we start, guys, can, I,
2: can I pay special respect to the gorgeous away jersey, Jody Davis away jersey, hanging in the background.
4: Jody Davis is my boy. Um, oh. He and I have hung out multiple nights, and he signed <laughs> that thing, and he put all of his accolades down the down the seven. So <laughs> he was my guy when I was, was
5: like, no.
2: When I was a little catcher, oh, as a little in majors uh, and and rookie ball, like rookies, I I was number seven, and uh, it was Jody Davis. Jody, I'm you
0: sorry, a, I'm gonna,
5: you I'm gonna me interrupt meeting you. with Chris Bryant. This is too much I'll Cubs love. Uh, Chris Chris Davis. Davis. <laughs>
0: no, I'm interrupting them because I can't let this go on any further. If anybody didn't know that the Super Bowl was in Las Vegas, <laughs> what? Uh, <it's> no,
2: <laughs> <laughs> huh? I'm not. no do It's not activation at all. It's not, no. Not, no, no. No. All I keep
0: thinking about, all I keep thinking about is when Garth had all the Reebok
5: stuff.
1: Yeah. <laughs> eating the Doritos, opening up the Pizza Hut. Yeah, like little.
0: people only yellow. do things because they get paid to. It's so sad. It's it's not, like... at at not at all,
1: an industry plan.
0: Not at all. Holy yeah. shit!
1: Sorry, I, I, had to get always...
0: that I had to get that off my chest. I had to say, I I had to say something.
2: When Wayne does the the, and it goes black. It goes to the Newprint commercial, and then, like all of a sudden it goes black, but the yellows are like really pronounced, and he's like little yep. yellow, yep. different. I do that in class
0: all
2: the time. <laughs> One of my favorite things.
0: And that's why we're friends. All right. So we are not- uh, So real quick, Tommy, we'll give you two minutes. Let the people know why they should read your
4: stuff. Well, uh, man, that's tough. Uh, you should read do this. Do the, King st- of Ringley. Should-
0: do the King of Ringley bit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah,
4: you guys should read my stuff because you're Cubs fans, you know, like I, uh, um, I, Keep tra- I keep track of all the games that I go to at Wrigley Field. I have a beautiful Excel chart if you ever need to know. Um, I I self-proclaim myself the king of Wrigleyville because I love Wrigleyville. I love this city. I love this I love town. Uh, I love the Chicago Cubs. And I would do anything for this city and my teams, including the Chicago Cubs. Um, so, yeah, I hope I'm I'm appreciative of the opportunity to come on with you guys for Sports Mockery. Um, and I hope that uh, everybody will check out the blogs and check out the stuff coming up because I'm very excited to uh, for Cubs season. I'm very excited to write about the Cubs and uh, I'm very excited to hang out with the boys more and talk some ball. Yep. Absolutely. Well, thank you now, for that. Tommy, Tommy. You got
0: to be
1: careful with the, uh, you'll be willing to do anything. Uh, Cause I, that <laughs> screams tattoo, Bet. Um, oh yes. Stay Kevin, away from Kevin, Kevin's been trying butts. to get one for <laughs> a couple of years Maybe Tommy comes in and he's the one.
2: What are we gonna do? We're gonna bet we're gonna bet that the Cubs are gonna win and we both bet the Cubs will win. Because it's always with Zoe and Zoe always, you know, he doesn't want a tramp stamp. He's got two already. He doesn't want the second one, third one. Maybe two. maybe it's a Tommy
1: versus uh, Mitch uh, proposition. Ooh.
0: Third one, third
1: one's just tacky. Hey, let like, me get
4: my feet wet, boys. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Let's let's give him at least six months. Oh, so you know, mean a
4: tribal tattoo
2: on your right arm? Because those are gonna never gonna go out of style. Never. Should, they're never. definitely worth a permanence.
4: Hey,
0: all right, so let's let's get the ball rolling here. And the big news is here that it's got Cubs fans all excited. I know Aldo is because he made a graphic and everything. But that, no, Pisan, that's how
1: you know we're excited.
0: <laughs> no, like we, was we put, he aroused effort was actually put into this. But Jeff Pisan, uh was on record technically saying that he believes that. The Cubs will sign one of the big four. They're not even the big four, but I just gave them that nickname. One of the big four. Thank you, Beef. Even with a child running around. I'm pretty, sure,
1: I'm pretty sure Scott Boris has that trademark maybe at this point.
0: Yeah, uh, <laughs> but he's going to sign one of the four. Although, hit him with the graphic. Oh!
1: Well, the graphic. Well, I have the oh, video see, That was here. really, really anti late. Courtesy, courtesy of uh, Waddle and Sylvie to set this up. Set up All this, right, do the video here. So this is from uh, Wednesday, Waddle and Sylvie, ESPN's Jet Pass.
2: Um, I do think the Cubs are going to sign one of the four Boris guys. Mm. And, and who are I the think... other the other three? The Chapman's one of them, correct? Yeah, it's Matt Chapman's one of them. Blake Snell's one of them. Jordan Montgomery's one of them. And it, it, it just, it, you know, I, I think with Bellinger, they don't want to go seven or eight years. They don't want to go, you know, 200 plus million dollars and if the price comes down on that if they could do a shorter term deal if they could do something uh with opt-outs then yeah maybe it becomes more attractive to them but i don't think the desperation is necessarily there the same way that it is with the blue jays
1: and now we have our fifth member of the podcast uh,
5: yep. uh, brody
0: thought uh, brody who do you think save pick a number one through four yeah. Two. He's going with two. Whoever's
5: with two, two All right, on so if you graphic. Head down to the
1: graphic back. here. One. Uh, number two your would shirt. be
0: Blake Snell, Cub. Blake Snell's the Cub. Do you like Blake Snell?
2: Or does he smell? All
0: right, buddy. All right, we're going to get it. All right. Great Tommy, smell. Tommy, you kick it off. Out of those four, which one would you rather see in the Cubs pinstripes?
4: Well, first off, Jeff passing to say uh, that the Cubs are going to get one of them. No crap, like, <laughs> like yes, duh. Like I could have gone on the radio and said that. Um, it it would shock me. I mean, I would be floored. I here's your first bet: uh, if the Cubs do not land Cody Bellinger, I don't care what the temperature is outside, I will go walk into the lake like that. It, we're getting Cody Bellinger. If we don't get Cody Bellinger, I will walk into the lake. Now oh for the other three. And,
2: and not a, it's not a <laughs> shtick, only just because you want to play, go underwater till the bubbles stop. At that point, right?
4: well, yes, correct, Yeah. Because yeah. if you am. don't get Cody Bellinger, then I don't. Then I don't know what happens. I don't know who's who's doing what and why. Uh, but as for the other three, you know, Jordan Montgomery was was a cool story. It was the story of the year last year. Blake Snell won the Cy Young. Uh, Matt Chapman would be great in the infield, but. I I I have my eyes so set on Cody Bellinger. They're just going to pull a Dexter Fowler thing and he's going to show up and everybody's going to be all happy. And then we're just going to go into the season, but they do. I will say they don't need to be done with Cody Bellinger. They got to do something else because this lineup, I wrote about it a couple of times on the sports mockery blog, which you should go check out. They need more. They got to, they got to do more stuff. They got to do more things and stuff. And, uh, but I will still love them regardless. Huh? <laughs> well, that was well done and
2: well, fair
0: enough. Now, but- Fid, Fids, are you still completely just not sold on Matt Chapman anymore?
2: Yeah, oh no, they said, and I blame Aldo, um, I blame Mitch, I blame you, uh, uh, all of you, actually, all of you's Um, yeah, I was totally at, at first, I was in, <laughs> and then you guys pointed out how it was April, and then like absolute, like you know, barren, like uh, like Sarah from the Bible, no babies coming. Um, and so you've got only one choice, in my opinion, you know. Uh, Tommy said it perfect man it's there's Cody Bellinger and then those other three if the Cubs don't sign Cody Bellinger uh I will you jumping pro- into the Pacific I'm, I'm not jumping into the I'm not jumping in the lake but I might be sitting outside Ooh, of jumping in those house. uh the fountains yeah, Caesar's Palace yeah the fountains yeah Oh no, I'm just gonna stand Why in, in yeah, Jed Hoyer's house with a pitchfork and torch that's what I'm gonna do because that's climb the sphere but I, you know, I did that today already. <laughs> again,
1: time this fear again. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But no, I look, here's that way I look at it. You know, the other three are great. The other three aren't necessary, though, compared to the Bellinger stuff. The Bellinger, the the core of this lineup is Cody Bellinger. The core of the lineup that didn't make the postseason last year was Cody Bellinger. And it hasn't gotten offensively any better. And um, no. anything. So unless you pray for, you know, shit in one hand and wish in the other, see which one fills up first when you're talking about prospects panning out. You, 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 uh, might, maybe, but not really. Yeah. I mean, and we're so, just
4: we're just sitting around and waiting because yep. Cody Bellinger wants to be a Cub. The Cubs want Cody Bellinger to be a Cub. Like we're just but sitting Jed, around and waiting.
2: But Jed wants to win the negotiation. It's not it's just, just about not, yeah. Jed is he's Gordon Gecko out there. It's about the deal. It's not about actually. It's winning the deal. So, he so wants
4: if, to, yeah, he wants William to- was a
2: win for him. He would take
4: it. He was not- com- He wants to come to the table and be like, all right, guys, let's just get this done. He wants to be the one to do that, and he's waiting until the very last minute to do
2: it. So I'm, I called it on the podcast last week, because I said, at least by Valentine's Day. But I'm going to say this. I'm going to go with this one. Cody Bellinger signs on 2, 12, 24. 2 times 12 equals 24. Cody Bellinger's number. I'm, good man, I'm, I have got my QAnon stuff back here um next thing you know i'm we're gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna uh yeah so anyway but yeah i i think cody's gonna sign by um if he doesn't it means somebody snuck in and said well hey i know jed's dicking around a little bit so we're gonna up whatever his offer is by 10 million take it let's go let's get to work okay and then also we're gonna be like oh and jed's gonna be left standing in the, you know in the rain with it with, with two umbrellas and nothing to show for it um and it's gonna be panic time which there are still other routes but it now then would require jed to a, you know, alleviate some of the great prospect capital that they've built up by making a trade as opposed to just signing the guy that wants to come back, wants to be here, has had a, you know, flourished in every step of the way. is a fan favorite kind of guy. And, it, it, and Tommy, I'm not sure if you know this, but before he was a Cub, <laughs> Woody Bollinger, uh, it is 100% dealing with math. Um, oh, girl math's different. Girl math is how I'm going to uh, justify buying $500 in apparel from the Super For Bowl. The Super yeah, because everything was fucking hundred <laughs> bucks. This hat was fucking fifty bucks, and that it just oh, need. The yeah. niners, if the Niners win, girl math says that uh, it was free. So, uh, wow. but no, I think that, not that, going that Belly, I think Belly's gonna sign. Barring again, again, like this the, it just for Cubs fans. It's frustrating, but we have to also take into consideration that Cody's gonna show up day one. He lives in Arizona. He's gonna he's literally like living where the Cubs oh. are. And, oh, that's Go very that's nice. That was just uh, a nice habit. way for him to say yeah.
1: for us to wish him a happy birthday.
2: He Happy birthday, Johnny. Guy, Johnny. Happy birthday
5: to
1: the
0: homie. Look at this guy. It's his birthday. He's sitting there watching the show, super chatting it up. Look at all you other freeloaders in the chat, not even yeah. donating. In Dude, he's chat. doing this.
1: Send him some gift money. We'll yeah. pull it together, and then
4: we'll we'll give him a
0: gift. Maybe we'll eventually. get him some mustache wax or something. I just <laughs> I, uh, I just figured I out how to turn the,
4: the uh, I just figured out how to turn the chat on. This is nice. Oh yeah! Oh
2: yeah! Oh, you're just seeing now. Tommy, now, don't hit the button that says end stream like Mitch oh, yeah, did a couple weeks stream, ago <laughs> and turned off our podcast prematurely while I don't he think was. I
4: have. I don't think I have
1: that ability. I think I can just leave. <laughs> Tommy, yeah, you mentioned how the other two guys don't seem that necessary, and those are the starting pitchers, left-handed starting pitchers specifically, with Blake Snell, Jordan Montgomery. That was the most uh, interesting part to me, I guess, because like obviously, like you said, oh, Cubs are going to get one of the four Boris guys. Like, I f- f- sure, fucking hope so. <laughs> but the insistence from Jeff Passan, and he's he's been pretty consistent on the Cubs with Jordan Montgomery since December. And that kind of just uh, it keeps popping up randomly. We'll we'll get a story. It's like, hey, Cubs still keeping an eye on Jordan Montgomery. It's like okay, yeah. like it could make sense on a shorter deal. Maybe he does like a three year deal. He gets the opt out after one. You know, he tests the market again next year. What do do the Cubs then? Do they trade a Jordan Wicks? Do what, what do you what do you think? Like, how strong do you think that
4: interest is? So for another starting pitcher. No, yeah, I think right, I think right when the belly deal is done. Again, the Bellinger deal is getting done. Right (laughs) when that's done, that's gonna be the next question. What about the what about the back? Yeah, who's gonna who's gonna be the fifth starter is going to be the question on this team. Uh at least for me. I think the the first four, I think those are locked in, but the fifth, we're not super sure who's gonna take that spot. We have the guys that are could be long relievers we have starting pitchers if a blake snell or a jordan montgomery comes in they're they're in the starting rotation you can't just sign those guys and not have them in the starting rotation that would just be irresponsible and dumb uh if that were to happen then is when i would think you would start talking about trading a jordan wicks or somebody and then and then assessing that situation which they could be great great uh, trade chips um but i i wouldn't say that it's unnecessary i'm just i'm just so impatient about getting the bellinger deal done i guess can i yeah. say
0: something real quick i hope to god they sell bellinger i don't give a shit about <laughs> the cubs like team i just don't want to host this show by myself and i have a feeling you're all just gonna like Zo,
5: go do you know what this is do,
1: do you know what this is like an almost carbon copy of it's manny machado <laughs>
5: <laughs> no, no, no,
4: no,
0: no, no, <laughs> no, because no, it isn't because you guys got to taste it. You guys had a little bit of the product already.
4: You're hooked That's already, right? Yeah, yeah. But the free agent White process Sox until fans, the very, know what it was
1: like until he signs, that is my fear. And I've been telling Kevin this for like a week now because it's been like a couple weeks now where all the stories are like, yeah, every single like front office member, every single MLB reporter, analyst, so they're all saying, yeah, Cody Bellinger with Cubs. Like it's, it's eventually gonna happen. Just wait for it. And it's like, all right, like that's the that's the expectation. You should never go into an yeah, office and be like you know, 100% did you guys, thing. Uh
0: did you guys sign Cody Bellinger's cousin to any kind of deal? Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> or we his need
1: to, well, actually we need to find out because the Cubs have been uh, signing a whole bunch of pitchers to minor league deals so maybe there's uh, like if we were if we were doing
4: if we were doing the white Sox formula then we would pick a team in our division and just sign all of their other guys like yeah. they do royals
0: well you gotta wait a couple years to get to that
5: <laughs>
4: you, right. after
0: you miss the free agent you want really bad then you gotta wait like two three years and then you just start signing like for you guys it'd be like i don't know, like the pirates sure. yes yeah, yeah. Right. so just sign all former <laughs> Pirates players yeah. and then yeah. you guys will be good. Well, Tommy, I know you got places to be. I appreciate yeah. you giving us some time tonight. Um yeah.
4: real quick if you don't mind. Uh K-Fitz, I, I got a, Kayfiz, I got a story for you. Uh it does involve your boy Chris Bryant. Rocket. Um I uh, so I asshole. met my He's such an asshole, I know. Absolute dick. I met I met my Where's wife guys? at Sluggers. Oh, uh, across the street. And, uh, it was, it was, it was in the winter, (laughs) my, uh, softball team, we were doing what we call batting practice, which was going to the bar and hitting softballs. Right. Uh, so I was in the cage, my wife, uh, who I did not know at the time came up to me and she's, and she started talking to me and said, uh, why are you standing like that? Your batting stance is weird. I was like, my batting stance is not weird. I play right over there. And she goes, what? I said, I am, I, I am Chris Bryant. And oh, no. she goes, "I'm so sorry. I'm from Pittsburgh. I have no idea who that is. Oh. this worked because I had her for at least at least three or four minutes thinking that I was the third baseman for the Chicago Cubs. She went to go say, "Oh, I got to go tell my friends." I was like, Well, don't do that. Long story short, now we're married.
2: That's what I would say Patrick Wisdom I mean, will still work today, but I'd say Patrick Wisdom right. will still work today. With at the, the time,
4: not time
0: Chris Bryant worked. If that is that's not good. a Wrigleyville love story straight out of a novel, I don't know what is. I was God at softball Anna. practice hitting softballs in the batting cage at Sluggers, and she told me my stance was funny. Oh, my good. I love it's better her. than how
2: Tom Ricketts met his wife. I feel and like that that's is, a good story. And that, Even ladies and real, gentlemen... Giving handies in the bleachers, like, hey, I like her. But and that, happened.
0: ladies and gentlemen, is how you get dubbed the unofficial Kegaroo though. Well, Tommy, wow. we look forward to reading uh, your stuff at Sports Mockery. Uh, hopefully, we can have you on again. during him. where We have actual baseball. Go follow him at King of Wrigley underscore. Go follow Appreciate him on it, Twitter. Uh, we'll retweet some of his stuff from the, the Pinwheels account so you guys can know where he's at. But Tommy,
4: Looking forward to working with you, buddy. Appreciate you board. guys. Uh yeah, uh follow me on Twitter. Uh, I'm on there literally all the time. Uh and yeah, this is oh, yeah. this is awesome. Thanks for having me on, guys.
2: What's your old, what's your only fans? I forgot. What was it?
5: <laughs>
4: Chris <laughs> Bryant <laughs> knockoff yeah. twenty three. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: Gingers <laughs> only right, me. buddy. A B doppelganger. All right, boys. Take care, Tommy. Take care, bud.
1: <laughs> Hopefully, no videos of uh, him walking into Lake Michigan.
2: No, well, I'll right, tell you this so about Tommy. Man, I've, I've been interacting with Tommy on, on obviously on Twitter, on Cubs Twitter for I mean, Aldo, I'm sure you probably too, for freaking, feels like forever. So, dude's a stand up guy. I can't, I'll, I, I can't, if you haven't followed him yet, if you're especially a Cub fan, but even if you're a, a Sox fan or just a baseball fan, dude, dude just exudes joy of the game so, and loves it. So, I've
0: been doing this long enough where I can tell different things about people that come in to write or do shows and stuff. His energy, is genuine. Uh-huh. His love for this team is extremely genuine. I mean, you just heard his freaking how he met his wife. Like, for Christ's sake, there's, there's not much more of a Cubs fan story than that. Um, no, and he's really hit the ground running, man. Like, we've almost had to tell him to slow down. He just wants to write and write and write and write. So, we're loving the I, energy. Really happy to have Tommy on board.
1: That story they told about meeting uh, his eventual wife at Sluggers and talking about how... Uh, being KB, I think uh, the Pinwheels and Ivy podcast uh, should host a Chris Bryant uh, signing and autograph session. Uh, oh, by in quotes, in quotes, Chris Bryant.
2: I was gonna say Chris Bryant lookalike contest would be pretty fun. No, no, no not and even we can we, we we make be Chris like, Bryant uh, coming third. It's,
1: it's yeah. the it's the Pinwheel <laughs> and Ivy in quotes Chris Bryant autograph session. I
2: this?
0: like
2: it. How's this one, Chris? Nope. How about so, this one?
0: But seriously though, Sports Market is having a fantastic off season. We got shy fan Sox Mike on board and he's already blogging like crazy. We got Missy Carolyn Southside Behavior and she's already pounding ideas out for different video content. And now we uh just got our guy Tommy here, and there's a couple others in the works. This is things are rolling, man. Baseball coverage is definitely ramping up. SportsMakery, sportsmockery.com. Download the app, turn on push notifications. Now there were some comments that I wanted to get to, but I want to let Tommy finish talking. Uh, first of all, Johnny's at Polcats for his birthday. I think this is now officially the official baseball <laughs> podcast of Polcats.
1: <laughs> I mean, Polecats might uh, – they might end up being our presenting sponsor. Uh, Future
0: in- sponsor? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, Mailman Jack,
5: Possibly shout you. out to
0: you. <laughs> Investors. Uh, Mailman Jack said with the super chat, I'm cheap. Sup? Hey, I'll take that sweet, sweet government egg. money any day. That's
5: a
2: sausage with egg. Don't limit that, um, that is a good donation.
0: Where are we at? Our guy, David. Hey, are the and company doing anything before spring training? We're going to be talking about that all night, David. Hey, don't um, we have some
2: new additions? Do we want to reiterate besides just Tommy, do we want to really reiterate some of the newer additions to that sports mockery family? See. We got one in the chat. I, we talked about a I little just bit. Did. I, think. I literally yeah. just did that like two minutes ago, but not. There's in no
6: chance.
5: Kevin <laughs> just ask that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, wait, oh, wait, oh, wait,
2: oh, wait, oh, wait, oh, wait, oh, wait, 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 wait. sorry, 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 sorry. sorry. Not, oh I thought we had the other ones. <laughs> the no, other one. no, 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 no. I can't do no, it. No, no.
1: How many milligrams no. are in that edible?
0: Uh, I,
2: haven't even seen yet. I just thought we were Kevin's, talking about- Kevin's. I know like about Macy. I, I thought we didn't mention the, the our
0: boy Drew, our boy Drew super chatted us for $4.99. Since Kayfids used Pinwheels money for his Super Bowl merchandise, he's <laughs> he's donating to the cause. And thank you for noticing my new lighting and my new cleaned out office. And I actually have s- starting to put pictures and stuff on the wall i'm reclaiming this office but yes uh what else we got here another
2: thing you told me about yeah no the, two of them there's two there's well there's the one that i was really excited about right yeah, is, uh, I, mean, yeah. I think
1: maybe there's a reason zoe didn't say those.
2: okay well i was just well a i just did the I'll oh, shut up. I just, I, I Actually, thought you know what, he, that he
1: just wanted to give more, uh, he wanted to give more publicity to uh, miss. That's what it
2: was. If those of you guys, guys are listening, so you will understand one day why I'm super excited about some of the other stuff that we can't talk about right now. I guess I'll just put it that way. I'm putting the cart ahead of the horse from my favorite people. That's all I'm going to say.
1: So... Or maybe not, Kevin, because we don't know.
2: <laughs> yeah, sure, we don't know. So that,
1: that, that's, and that's probably why uh, Zodian Breeze. Bringing- <laughs>
2: But we do have Missy, okay. uh, Missy, and are gonna do some
0: I'm just gonna keep.
1: It's gonna be terrible.
2: Stop talking about
1: Cody it.
0: Bellinger. And, uh, so. like, oh yeah, I, done deal, Cody. Don't
2: worry. I do like Cody Bellinger.
0: Talking, talking about how the north side love story of sluggers, uh, Missy said the south side one would be like I saw him smoking a cig at the curve on Cork and Kerry. That sounds about right. <laughs> He was passed out next to the porta John in lot B. He looks so peaceful sleeping there. Um, uh oh. Uh oh. Mitch's feeling the heat. Scrap Mitch.
2: I am. This uh, oh. is
5: so true. Chick rocks.
0: Mitch. But that one's true. I am a five year old. Uh, our boy Herb in the chat. Cheers. Gentlemen. Herb has been killing on CHDO lately. I've been really enjoying the content lately, Herb. And I like the, uh, the new oh, shit. What's the official title? The, the short clips you guys are doing like tavern style. I think it's called, but I'm really enjoying it. Go check those guys out. And I've said it a hundred times on this show. I'll say it a hundred times more. The guys that do this shit every day, I will always respect the shit out of that because that is tough. Yeah. Uh, um, so quick thoughts, you, or Herb.
1: Uh, Herb's uh comment just reminded me. Quick thoughts on the White Sox spring training hat.
0: Spring training hat's lame, new uh warm up hats, or what do they call them? Like batting, yeah, batting practice, practice
5: hats,
0: hat, beep, beeps, fire. beeps, bills. So, the spring training hats in as a whole, kind of boring, dude. Cubs All ones are good. So Cubs ones wear, are just good. like this
2: hat. Sorry,
0: they are Cubs had, the sucks. Cubs ones are pretty good. And I hate to say it, but on the spring training hit, Minnesota, like the rest of the Central, fire, White Sox lame. <laughs> Kansas City was kind of lame too.
2: But well, it just sucks though. Look, how about this? This sucks for the White Sox because they really already have a cool fucking hat. So like right. now you're just really just they have a kind of cat.
0: right.
2: Yeah, you're dressing but, you're like. What else can we make with something? I, also, I, I, say, say, I
1: don't think I don't think you want to you want to waste a good design on this squad
2: to fair. keep
1: the
5: the, pocket. <laughs> yeah, with the uh with the
1: first
0: fair. For, <laughs> for those 20. of you fellow hat people like myself the new batting practice hats across the board they they nailed this one like i don't know of a like lame team one i really liked uh a sleeper pick that i actually might purchase go look up the pirates new vp hat that oh yeah, they have, that, they have that they oh, that old school uh, design. They got the P and they got the, the stars around. Oh man, that shit is fucking nice, man. I'm there's a good chance the next time I drink that's gonna get ordered. Uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Joel in the chat he saw it too. But um, do you guys got anything else that uh, th- you want to check about with the four Boris guys? Because to add my oh god, again, real quick. For these, for the people that don't know, these are the four Boris guys. Yeah, I saw and some M- jokes
1: like, "Oh, J.D. Martinez when you're dealing coming." Funny, actually, that would be that would still be a good uh, a good sign. Uh, but Passon was talking about those big four. <laughs> no, not this time, Drew. But yeah, those big say, four.
0: Go ahead, although.
4: All right, I was gonna say with like, like the
1: Boris or the, those four free agents. It with some of the if if they sign some of these guys, like it does kind of make sense if they. And, like, how Tommy was saying, like, the Cubs have to have... It's not just one more big move they have to make. They have to make a couple. And, and I feel confident that if they do get one of those guys, that then we're going to see, like, another significant trade. Um, either for, like, another pitcher. Like, th- those those Miami Marlins rumors, I know it came out of nowhere. And it was, out, it was a St. Louis Cardinals fan account. We're, we're in the weeds here, folks. This is what happens when nothing happens in the offseason. For two months, we have to write about... uh the cardinals live inside sources um yeah <laughs> but apparently yeah. it's known it's known within the cardinal organization oh missy, was
0: talking, that, missy was talking that shit and look who shows up in the sound oh she's talking shit.
2: oh he showed up in the coffin were Dude, ready. Like missy hit you with this Mitch
0: pick
5: 90-
6: rocks Mitch that at will have 45 after so you'll get a little extra Mitch
5: today oh, yep. so Mitch we smart. had uh <laughs>
0: Mitch, we had our newest uh Cubs wow. writer, Tommy, on for the first segment of the
2: show. And he's talking shit about
0: this- me too. No,
2: I'm just saying no, that bottom he, left no, hand corner wasn't. has been very attractive tonight. That bottom left hand corner no. is like attractive, Mitch. That's a actually good- and I'm not just saying
0: this, Mitch. Tommy actually said he was a big fan. He goes, "I'm a fan." He goes, "I've been following Mitch on Twitter for a while now." He, I swear to God, that's what he said. But well, if you look your, in the bottom of the screen,
2: number two is weird. if you
0: look in the bottom of the screen, that's what Missy had to say after Tommy's appearance. That's just a tough Ouch. scene right there. Scrap
5: Mitch, Mitch, hey Mitch, Tommy. we got to
1: be careful, man, because they're getting younger. Tommy's on now.
2: Kevin's 28. twenty-eight. I'm 27, twenty-seven now. Yeah, I'm I'm third oldest now. Fuckers.
1: Pressures
6: on,
2: mm-hmm. man. You, know, you know. I got to experience Star Wars in the '80s, and I'm still only 27.
0: I mean, we're
6: but,
2: talking about like Cubs rumors, like Mitch we, trade.
0: Block. The the hot off season rumor is that Mitch might be getting a schedule change and might be able to join. We're us working now. on it. It's part of the negotiations.
6: A pinwheel uh, pinwheel clause in the contract. Yes, so we'll the pinwheels
0: work. clause. But uh, pinwheel. this is perfect time, though. Uh, so, the White Sox actually did. Make some trades, and I'm going to get into this a little bit while we talk about it. But I don't hate what Kets is doing. I, at first, I was like, "What is this guy doing?" He doesn't even have a number on his back, and then I was like, "Now, if you take a step back and look, like this team sucked ass last year. Why not blow it up?" And I know he's not blowing it up with like superstars, but I yeah. just got a feeling one one of these kids is going to hit
6: you know what he is blowing it up with the guys that are all going to be motivated. They're going to be a shitty team. They're going to lose a lot of games, but I almost compared it looking at the roster. It kind of reminds me a little bit of that one. Rick Renteria year right before they were supposed to contend. I think they finished like fourth in the AL central and they lost a ton of games, but like they always played hard and they were at least competitive. And like, if you look at all the guys bringing in, it's a lot of guys that are either have a contract that is going to be up. They've been cast off by another team or, are like, you know, you got something to prove. So, uh, mm-hmm. I do think they're gonna. I, I think they, uh, they'll, they'll be scrappy at the very least. And I agree with you, Zoe. I thought the the two guys they brought in, like, what do we need a good bullpen for next year? Is Santos so, might as well sell high. You got some good yep. pieces for him. I, I like it.
0: So the trades that we're talking about is uh, he traded twenty four year old re- reliever Gregory Santos, who we all watched develop into this very good bullpen piece for the White Sox. Uh he was traded to the Mariners for 23-year-old righty pre-lander Baroa.
5: That yeah. I like it. And
0: 25-year-old outfielder Zach DeLoach. And, DeLoach. A copy, and a copy draft pick, which is the 69th nice choice in the 2024 draft. And for those people that were like Oh, I didn't know Major League could trade draft picks again. It's a comp B draft pick, you can trade those. My first uh,
1: thought with those two guys, we're not done,
0: he's not done. Yeah, no,
1: no, no, no. No, no. just no, no quick thought, quick thought on uh, that name is way too close to Adam
0: LaRoche, but he's gonna be bad. <laughs> too That's many bad, bad memories. I'm not, I'm not even a White Sox fan, they're in this and next this trade
6: so I'll See you up for
0: Deloche. and then the second, so that tweet comes out. And everybody's giving their two cents about it. And there's the instant reactions and all that fun stuff. But while that's going on right away, boom. Another White Sox trade. I thought it was weird, but they traded 21-year-old righty Christian Menya to Arizona for 26-year-old outfielder Dominic Fletcher. Thank you for having an easy name, Dominic. Um, First trade. And this is what Mitch was talking about when he said, I agree with you, Zo." I, I haven't said it on the show yet, but we talked about it in the chat. The White Sox aren't going to be good this year, ladies and gentlemen. I know that might be shocking to some of you. I just bring heat to the show. Hot takes all around. But the White Sox are not going to be good this year. Why not sell high on a 24-year-old reliever? Because that's exactly what they did, in my opinion. High. And the return that they got, and I'm sure Ian, he's in the chat now, um, can get a little bit more. But just from what I did, when because now I didn't know who these guys were. And if anybody here was like, besides Ian's like, oh, yeah, I totally knew who they were. No, you didn't, you fucking liar. But pre-lander, that boy can throw some fucking smoke, dude. He can throw very hard. He has a very good fastball slider combo. big like, shout-out to our friends in Seattle gave us a little bit of scouting report right away. Mitch was all over it on SportsMachinery and good fastball slider mix. Control is the issue. Control Which you. Can.
6: Every guy the Sox bring that was Santos's problem. Throws right. gas, no control. So control
0: you, but control you can fix. He's five eleven. He's a fucking spark plug. Dude just looks like a wild man on the on the hill. I love like his very violent pitching action. Have you seen him pitch, Mitch? Yeah, it's. <laughs> There's a lot of
6: limbs flying at you in the batter's box. That is It's sure.
0: it's Captain Caveman style. And I'll tell you what, if this dude can put it together, I feel like he very much could be a White Sox fan favorite. Like yeah. a little guy that throws hard. It's like, come on. That's, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And then the other kid, Zach Deloche, um is in raging against the
2: machine. machine. Um yep. fantastic De La Roche. And, Do you oh, guys
0: want to see their numbers at all? I got their fan graphs numbers. I have it too. If you want, Uh, I have Prelander only pitched at one inning in the pros last year. You got his minor Uh, league.
6: I think he had it was one point two. He had one game. I think.
0: Yeah, this is Prelander's.
1: As you can see there, with that uh, the walk total, as you guys said.
0: Yeah, it's the walks. It's he has control issues, but I mean, his change is very inconsistent. His mechanics are inconsistent. And so that's going to be yeah, like Ian said, that's to me, that's not a terrible problem. Like it's it is a problem, but that's a fixable problem. There's two types of problems in this world. There's fixable and unfixable. That's a fixable problem.
6: It's they it's can work it, on that. All it comes down to is he's just got to locate his fastball. Because like if you look at the strikeouts for mm-hmm. nine innings, he's averaging over 13 strikeouts per nine. Like the guy's it's and, nasty. He's got
1: nasty.
0: And stuff. then there's one inning in the major league baseball. He struck out Bo Bichette. So suck it, Bo. I've
1: heard um, that uh yeah. the White Sox or he's he's being still viewed as a starter, right?
0: Possibly? No, I I from everywhere I saw he was penciled in as a bullpen guy. That's
1: bullpen it. guy? Okay. Well, that goes into saying how you guys said White Sox are going to be terrible for at least a year, maybe a couple as they rebuild mm-hmm. here. You don't need Gregory Son, You don't need a shutdown closer for that. Nope. We got Tim Hill baby. This, this is what you're doing. You you sell, as you said, you sell high on Santos for a team who needs a closer now, and you get a guy who, like in a couple of years, is maybe that shutdown closer. Yeah, and you still Absolutely. get that other outfielder who, I mean, look at his numbers in the minors, not whatever. But then you get that other comp pick. I think that's a big. I think it's a win for gets.
6: The outfield thing was the she biggest with queen. both of these trades because, like, we've been harping on, as Sox fans, like, oh, what are they going to do for right field for forever? And, like, the timing of these trades kind of pissed me off because I had just written about – because they signed Kevin Pilar.
0: And if you look at
6: yep. the at oh, the time – Oh, sure, we haven't even signing, talked about that yet. At the time of the Pilar signing, like, he was probably slated yeah. to be the starting right fielder. And it's funny, yes. too, because, like, Sheets, everyone says, like, oh, like, his splits against righties are, like, a lot better against lefties. Well, Pilar like overall it was a much better hitter last year than Sheets was and like even the splits against uh right handers and left handers for him were like they were still better than Sheets so like yeah. probably going to be the starting right fielder which would have been a disaster like Pilar's is a great fourth outfielder to have on a team as your starter it's like Jesus. so now so care of,
5: which is
0: nice yeah a- with all the new choices cuz Zach was a, a second round pick i've heard just the guy our guys in Seattle just said wildly inconsistent um, That's he's the got a little pop to him. Mariners. Yeah, he's got a little bit of pop to him at twenty-three homers in Triple A last year. Um Nothing special. I definitely just farted. Um, and then the the other deal is the one that got everybody's panties in a bunch. So
3: that was a total like, fart.
2: I'm sorry, I'm stuck back in the. Heat. Aldo and Zo, I'm not sure. Was that you, Zo? Was that you? Did you? Oh, I farted. Yeah, <laughs> that was you. Okay, it's <laughs> both you and Aldo. went... You gave the side move, and I heard. Oh, the, I heard that the One hundred Time oh, code: thirty-seven fifty uh, for you listening at home.
0: <laughs> dude, I've been going to the gym every day, and I'm trying to eat healthier
2: and Get eating healthy. Get the protein, all that fiber, baby, and the protein.
1: Yes,
0: Aldo,
2: you owned it though. I swear, because Aldo did oh, this. He did like a uh, like. But you were just shifting well, your chair. You were literally shifting Your tank.
0: Uh no, it's the protein powders, man. I yeah, just those letting it, is, it loose right now. It's stinky too,
6: the protein powder farts. It's
5: not good.
2: That is. It why is. Do you, guys, was, uh, why do you guys why do you think he has in,
1: the ceiling fan on?
2: Yeah, I was gonna say, Mitch, I don't recommend it in the room you're at right now. That <laughs> <I> show <should've> just, <laughs> just, just shit. I was
5: wondering,
1: it's January or it's February. I know maybe it's uh, <laughs> not as cold as it was a few weeks ago, but I'm like it can't be that <laughs> warm in Chicago. <laughs>
0: Hey, man, got a lot okay. better out than in, dude. Better out than in. I will say, though, I've been every day. Missy can go. I haven't missed a day yet in the gym. Feeling so good,
1: So Fletcher, good. future right fielder, starting right fielder.
0: So, that's the guy. So this is the deal that got everybody all fucking in knots. They traded Christian Menya to D-backs for Dominic Fletcher. Fletcher, <laughs> yeah. Fletcher could easily be the starting right fielder for this team. Fletcher fell victim to a very loaded Diamondbacks outfield. We've talked about that at length on this show when we did the Dylan Cease possibility trades. And the kid's good. Um, last year, Major League Baseball, he had 100, 102 plate appearances. He only hit two home runs. He's not a real power guy, but look at that batting average consistent over 300. Or the one in AAA last year, he was at 291, but he's right around 300. The kid hits. He's got good on-base percentage. His WRC plus, 113. He's a good player. He's a lefty, correct? Yep. Yep. If I'm Gavin Sheets, I am not sleeping well right now.
6: Well, he was useless for the Sox last year. He honestly yep. was a useless player, not only from the defensive perspective, which like I don't even blame that on him. They're playing him out of position. He doesn't know how to play right field. But like your whole reason he's in the lineup is for a left-handed bat with some pop. He did not do that whatsoever. He couldn't hit righties. He couldn't hit lefties. He couldn't hit for power. He was useless out there.
1: Talk about, Hey Mitch, and you want to talk about tough timing. Uh, <laughs> didn't he just come out with that quote being like, I, everyone's, we're going to prove him wrong. All the, all, uh, yep. all the haters. Yeah. yeah.
6: <laughs> and then Nikki Lopez was, uh, he, he's taking, he's looking at your tweets. Uh, all oh, that's right.
1: Nikki. L- I want to go through Nikki Lopez's uh, Twitter bookmarks. I want to see who, who's oh. been talking the most shit. <laughs> What what I miss?
0: What did Nikki say?
6: So Nikki was like, "Hey man, like I basically he was like, I've been collecting bulletin board material. Like I read people's tweets and whatnot. Like, ho- he's I, become I his own White Sox
1: freezing old takes. He just has yep. all White Sox fans. You know what's gonna be on there people?
0: is so after they traded Santos, I tweeted out flows gets meme that says I'm different, and I said, <laughs> uh, don't need a closer if you're not gonna win any games.
1: Oh, that that's probably
0: that's definitely that's probably going his on,
1: screensaver right
0: now that is definitely going on that bulletin board but that's his home
1: screen on his phone
0: i like dominic fletcher i think this was a good move i think this is a win-win uh christian might turn out to be a starter for arizona uh ian please correct me if i'm wrong but a couple things i read was the kids fastball is just not going to get it done in the major league level um just he doesn't have enough off speed control or like break nasty break his, and stuff to offset the fastball.
6: His minor league number, and now like you got to take minor league numbers with a grain of salt, especially like with pitchers. But like they were not all that impressive. Like, it wasn't all, Like I think if you, if you, I mean, a
1: double A or triple A, juice ball, double. Yeah. Ooh, well, well, actually, lower. Didn't... No, it was lower than uh, let's see. The interesting thing about that is at the start of two thousand and twenty three, that double a had that tacky ball where and mm-hmm. and like strikeout rates were crazy, like across the board because pitchers were able to use able to get that ball and manipulate it even more. They made their uh, breaking stuff even better. and then they changed it after the all star break and obviously numbers kind of normalized. but that that'll be an interesting split to look at. But media, yeah, I don't get again. So you know what? Apparently, Christian White Sox fans. Christian's curveball curve
0: is disgusting, which I'm all for it. But I just feel like in Major League Baseball, you can't just be curveball heavy like, like that. Like you have
1: like, to be. That pitch has to be elite because if you don't have the fastball behind it, right? You're gonna you gotta get have to have the setup,
0: yeah. and all it takes is that curveball not to curve a couple times, and you. <laughs> yeah. Yeesh.
2: <laughs> neck, neck pain. Neck pain. Yeah. <laughs>
0: But overall, I'm good with these deals. And that's what I was saying when we started this segment. Like, if you take a step back and look at – Getson's been pretty fucking active this offseason. Like, it doesn't really feel like it because he's not signing, you know, Cody Bellinger or anything like that. But this team sucked. It needed to be fixed and blown up, and that's what he did. He didn't fix it because they're going to suck this year. But – he blew it up.
6: I do give him credit for at least being, he went outside the box and was getting creative. Now to be devil's advocate though, cause this is like the one thing that did kind of remind me like, cause we were talking about how the Sox have done a lot of stuff to try and fill right field. It almost reminded me a little bit when they traded for Nomar Mazzara, um, trading a prospect yeah. like, Hey, you know what? Let's get creative. This guy, you know, he's projects to be pretty good. And then that turned out to be a flop. So I'm tempering I- my expectations for Fletcher. I'd still like the move, but it does give me a little bit of uh, Nomar Mazzara vibes from that
0: trade. I'm going to print out this comment and frame it. <laughs> it says, "Holy shit, I am late." But Mitch is in a suit, and Zoe's still way more handsome than him. Wow, oh,
2: Sam! Wow, yeah. that is some
0: hate.
3: And this what is, but Mitch, us?
0: I get your point. No, Sam just has a crush on me, and it but. Beef has a good point here though when they signed Mazar he had 4 years of major league baseball experience. Can you
2: show us yeah, some bobblehead
6: untapped potential if you ask Chris Getz. so I mean. <laughs>
0: yeah. He was young he was only 24 guys people forget. He was, he was yeah. so young.
5: Yeah. <laughs>
0: but, but and he did hit that ball really far that one time. <laughs> yeah, he hit that 500
5: foot home run he had to off do it. low Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah.
1: I did have to say at the beginning I think I said uh or I did say I like the Fletcher deal more just cuz I I had heard of Fletcher before cuz he uh there was some like Cubs talk when they were looking for some outfielders last year and he was a guy I kind of knew about. But uh looking at it a little more here, I think I, I like the uh that Seattle uh Mariners trade a lot more for the White Sox. Again, like you said, Mitch. Fletcher 25, 26. Uh, you know, looks like he hit for a high average, high bat pip. We all as we know. That's hard to consistently keep up that high batting average, but hey, maybe maybe he does have elite uh, bats of ball skills. I haven't looked at his contact rates yet, but maybe maybe that's something. It's 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 another good depth, right? You guys want depth? You guys have an actual outfielder. You don't have Gavin Sheets. I'll be back. Uh, yeah. But that Seattle trade, I mean, it, that comp pick. It's like, hey, you're getting like a free first rounder there.
2: Yeah, that's yeah. that's not that's and- not too shabby. Like he's cleaning up some mess. He's cleaning up a dump. Like he's cleaning yeah. up some shit that's like really fucked up. And sometimes it's not going to make sense to the people on the fringe that don't really get it. But he knows. Sounds like he feels. I feel like he's actually like operating with a plan. And it feels it like does feel like that. It, it does feels like it there's does. an actual coordinated plan. And this is all seems to be like lighting up like all aces for him. Where I feel like with the White Sox over the last couple of years it hasn't felt that way. It felt like they were just kind of like operating at the seat of their pants or at the whim of Jerry or whatever the hell they wanted to do. And this actually feels like a concerted, like step-by-step, we're going to get the health back in this organization and people might not get why I did this or this and this here. And it might not, you know, net results immediately, but in a year or two, you're going to, it feels like Getz has at least some sort of prescription for what ails the White Sox. And that actually, I would be, that'd be reassuring to me. To see that there's, it feels like there's a real plan. Like it feels concerted. It, it's a good thing.
3: I do have to
1: say, though, and we both experienced this uh, at least one time and now, uh, well actually, multiple times in the past, uh, what, 15 years. It's a lot easier to get excited for the future when you're rebuilding because you're acquiring, you're like, you're taking out the old trash mm-hmm, and you're mm-hmm. getting pieces that you don't know if they're good or not yet. But you're, you're still also selling, and you're and selling,
2: you're selling magic him. beans. You're selling magic
1: beans. You're right. selling one magic beans. It's like, it, one thing it, that it's, like it. it's like, hey, this team you hated that team. Don't worry, we're getting rid of those guys. We're getting rid of you guys. Maybe they'll be good. Maybe it's
2: like <laughs> killing the czars and replacing them with Stalin. No, just kidding. Well, but deep history cuts there.
1: I do like the again though. Let's see. So it mean, does, does feel like again.
0: he has a plan. And then Nikki Lopez was actually on CHGO. Go check out that episode. A lot of good tidbits in there, a lot of good sound bites. But oh. one of the things that he did say that I think we've said it on the show, but it, it's always nice to hear the guy on the team say it, though, that what gets is built is a very defensively sound team. You know, all around. Andrew Bentonian left. He's – Pretty good at he was brought here to play great defense. He didn't ah, he's not that, good though, man. He's bad. Not, and he's he did not have a good year defensively. Uh you got I Luis Robert. He's
5: gonna be good, here.
0: Luis Robert, Gold glove center fielder. You have options now in right field. You have actual outfielders for right field. That's good. Yes. Whoa, Yo- whoa. We know that Johan Moncada is a very good defensive third baseman. Didong is a good defensive shortstop. The options at second base are good defensively and Andrew Vaughn and Andrew Vaughn is there. And what Nikki said though, was having a team like that behind a pitcher gives a pitcher the ability to pitch because he doesn't have to worry so much about missing a spot a little bit because he knows his defense could bail him out. And yeah, I, yeah, I know. And although a beef, and I was just trying to be optimistic. Andrew Benetetti sucked in defense last year, but (laughs) It does make a difference, though, especially for starting pitchers who a lot of it's mental and in between their ears to know that, you know, oh, if I miss a quarter of an inch, it's not going to be the end of the world because unlike last year where if they put the ball in play, all hell was going to break loose unless it was yeah. hit to center field.
1: I'm going to say for the White Sox, um, the 2024 White Sox compared to 2023 are going to be, and you can use this in two different ways, they're going to be a lot less offensive to the eye. Number yes. one, as you said, they're just going to be better, like fundamentally, like, you know, they're going to hit mm-hmm. like the right fielder is going to hit the cutoff, man, like yes. <laughs> on a ball again, like yeah. Oscar Colas, for whatever reason, routine ground with balls
0: so, are going to be fielded and thrown to the proper base. Yeah, like, like you know, you're
1: going to get uh, actual solid defense all around or for the most part, but also, yeah. but also, unfortunately, what goes with that? Uh, You're going to be a lot less offensive. You're you're not going to score any runs. And that's going to (laughs) be just Mm -hmm. brutal to watch.
0: It's funny you say that too. uh, All these guys
1: are getting, they can't hit.
0: Yep. And it's funny you say that. I was, me and uh, Uncle Beef there were messaging back and forth. And we we both said the exact same thing there. We're... The little things last year—the stupid errors, the unforced errors, the the missing the cutoff man, the mental mistakes, the the little league. How many times did I say it on the show last season? Just this little literally league bullshit.
1: Do you know what was the most like? It's like, oh yeah, this team is like not good. Remember when Nuke came on and we had the Cubs Sox game on playback, and he mm-hmm. just joined us. This was like his first White Sox game that he watched all season. Oh yeah, and like a couple innings in, he's like, man. The White Sox. Who is coaching the White Sox? This team doesn't know how to play baseball. Right.
2: <laughs> that was him watching like five felt. innings.
4: Yeah, and
2: that's, and that's, that's how that comes felt. up from the that comes that's that's the whole system too. When you have players that play at the major league level with shit fundamentals, you're you're talking about your rookie ball all the way on up. Like that's a whole systemic failure because these guys didn't learn the game properly.
0: I'm just glad we didn't we put the we didn't put the guy that was in charge of that in charge of the whole team. Shit. Uh, <laughs> be, hey,
2: at least man, you know what—he's he's not developing. He's getting the the talent to let others develop now. So this he's, guy's gonna whip him into shape. That guy is gonna get a lot of ladies too.
0: Yeah, they didn't score any runs last year, and the Sox are now a defensive team like the Bears. Every Bears team every, ever. Yes, run yes. again. If if you guys want free money, Ooh, White free. Sox unders, baby. White, and Sox, White team Sox total unders, total over. Yep, I did it already. I did it already. The Iowa football and baseball is a great <laughs>
1: <competition>. <laughs> I think you could say that for like most of the AL Central.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Beef, well, Tim Hill is bad. your guy because Tim Hill will be the guy at Wings and Rings at 1.30 in the morning still ordering <laughs> shots.
2: Beef likes him. Because he's, the, he's the guy oh, you stand one. next to that makes you look more attractive.
0: That's true. Oh, that's a good call. It's a good call. Like a short um, person
2: standing next to a tall person standing next to a short person—they feel like really tall.
0: So I mean, I like it. I like what he's doing. I know it's not going to amount to anything. I'm not trying to sit here and say they're a hundred win team or any crazy thing like that. But fixing things—it it feels like it's going to be worse before it's better. But it feels like we're finally on a a path where it can get better.
2: A path you're on a path yes. it's not just like yeah. sprinting like, into the jungle
1: that like, uh that trade with seattle that was the i don't know i don't know a lot of uh Sox fans were saying it like that felt like the first move of like all right what is this team thinking for beyond like forget 2024 we know that's like they're, they're not going to be a winning team what are they right. what's the plan for 2025 20 like what are they what do they think is going to be the makeup of this bullpen maybe the pitching staff um yeah, again, a big move or not, not a big move, but you know, a, a decent, solid. Okay, this is what we're trying to do for the
0: future. Right, and a lot of these contracts that are on the books right now are cheap or easy to get rid of. Or well,
1: speaking of that, you know what's crazy? This, now this isn't the luxury tax payroll. I think the Royals, the Royals, the Royals are now number one with that uh, Bobby Wood extension. But in mm-hmm. terms of uh, the regular uh, payroll for this year. The White Sox are still number one in the AL Central, and that's because you have the big money for Ankata, yep. Eloy.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: but that's the thing: who the hell? Else, who else is making big money? I mean, How much is Luis Robert, Robert making?
0: It's not that. I mean, it's a good contract, but it's definitely Is it friendly. in the teens now. Um, I'll all right. I'll I'll give your blog the shout out there brief, but. He has got a blog coming out about the White Sox terrible offense and how they could possibly make it work, which that's pretty much all we got right now. We have a literally a 0.00% projection to make the playoffs. So, yeah, the plan is you have three to five top 100 prospects on the way. You have Luis Robert and you are throwing the rest of it at the wall to see what sticks. That's from Uncle Beef. And, yeah, I mean, I in my heart of heart, I think Colson Montgomery is in the major leagues this year.
1: Yes, I think
0: and I think second, second cousin, half minimum. Beast play cousin uh Ramos. Brian Ramos. Yep. Yeah. It is. Really, I feel like he's getting a lot of hype this year.
1: It's starting, yeah. He's he yeah, he made well, was it uh Keith Laws top 100. Yep. Even though he he was he was lower on closer Montgomery than everybody else. But Keith Law has uh, his very uh, own opinions, as we've seen yeah. Cubs, Cubs from Cubs uh, fans. fair. won't be a major league hitter. Hey, sometimes I do you have to say though, Kevin. League. I remember you telling us that story, but I was looking back at his uh, like his rankings when he was still at ESPN. And this is Keith Law we're talking about now at the Athletic. He, he, I don't know at what point he finally realized like, oh shit, that was dumb because his 2014 list. Yeah. So, right after Chris Bryant debuted in the minor leagues, he switched right away. He's like, Chris Bryant's the number one prospect in baseball. Yeah, he, said it,
2: he said it in 2010.
1: Oh, 2010?
2: He said it in 2010 oh. to us as well. But, uh, yeah. No, he, he said he was like a – I think he said it's like a poor man's Troy Gloss or something like that. But, hey, he
1: he admitted his, his mistake. He saw hey. him at like – Nobody bets a 1,000, man. Nobody no, bets no, a 1,000.
2: absolutely not. Look, hey, I, I said to Bryce Harper because I just didn't like Bryce at the time, but I said that guy ain't going to be very good. Because he's a dick and he's a a head case and he's a two time MVP. So um, sometimes subjectivity uh, and logic.
0: Nobody bats a thousand, but I I feel like Brian Ramos has a lot of hype going for him. And then, I mean, fuck, the Noah Schultz stuff is everywhere. And I think he's going to be good. Health is a big concern, but
1: I know that everyone, I know that the the Colson Montgomery hype train is like on full blast right now. He's like top 10 Mm -hmm. in a couple lists. Um, I think he's, like, the first top 10 White Sox prospect in yeah, decades, I think. It like, forever.
0: No, Luis Robert. So,
1: like, since then? Him, since him. Yeah. Was he a clear-cut top 10? Okay.
0: Uh, well, yeah, uh, so him. I believe, I believe so. Okay, okay. What did I see? I saw
1: some stat that was, like, maybe it was, like, baseball America. I don't know what it was. Anyway, mm. I know the hype train's on him. But Noah Schultz to me, if this guy can get, like, through a whole minor league season, and there's, like, no injury concerns, and he still looks like fucking no one can hit him, and he gets up to, like, double A mm-hmm. or something. I, I, as a Sox fan, I would be the most excited about that, dude. Yes. You know
6: why, though, it's hard. You got to temper your expectations. is because it's if he can get through a full season healthy. No, like, wait oh, no, that's the thing, Because <laughs>
5: he's,
6: he's still only
1: 19. I don't think he's even 20 yet. I think he just mm. turned or just let's turned twenty. Yeah, and like I Internet. think he pitched like what thirty innings. Let's go to the car. So yeah, yeah exactly. but if you can get through a whole season,
2: and he stays he is healthy, man, twenty years old. Yep. Yeah. Twenty. Came uh, by beer. Born
0: on August fifth, twenty two 2003. Oh man, <laughs> I was a freshman in college when this kid was born.
2: I wasn't. I'm only twenty-seven. Oh, I I forgot, man. man,
1: that was only a yes. uh, couple months before uh, you know, it, Cubs choked against the Marlins.
2: Ugh. But I was only what seven I years have... old that happened. Ugh. Really. So it. from
0: people that people that <laughs> I uh, right next door appreciate their opinions, trust their opinions on stuff like this. It's hard to find someone saying a bad thing about Noah Schultz right now, and the biggest. Thing that's hanging over his head is he needs to stay healthy well everybody does
1: which and that's that's such a blanket <laughs> blanket statement for yeah. like any pitcher that's like right. what's said everybody about every is. like guy who's coming up it's like hey this guy stays healthy
2: watch out hey six hey, nine 220 like how does that not scream holy shit this guy might be really that's, good Yeah. Right. or holy hey, shit, I- this guy can dunk
6: after but. he got drafted, the comparison was Randy Johnson. Like that's setting the bar pretty damn.
2: <laughs> I hate
0: those fucking comparisons. I hate that shit. I, I do too. But, I mean, it's a little unfair. unfair. Shit, because
2: Randy Johnson was six ten, and and Schultz is not. He's six. I've already seen people being like, nice.
0: "Oh, he's the next next uh, Chris Sale for the White Sox." It's like, come on, guys, just let him be Noah Schultz. Like yep. Just fuck, dude. Just uh-huh. let the kid go. Johnny, I'm glad you're out of the boom-boom the room at Polecats and you're back. <laughs> um, the other big is White
5: Scotty
0: in, in the boom-boom room. No, Eddie, Eddie actually works there now. He's oh. uh, security there now. Um, the other big news, and although you have the stuff queued up, the renderings. Yeah. So apparently the pitch for pitch. the new stadium, um, it's come out. The guy from uh, WGM basically tweeted out all the renderings and some of the other uh, statistics that they're using to try to get the land from the city. Uh, although, go ahead and throw those up.
7: A ballpark with walls of windows facing the Chicago River with a potential expansion of the Riverwalk. Steps leading down to fans who can watch the game on a giant video screen from their boats. This is one rendering in a 17-page book developer Related Midwest is presenting to some lawmakers as the White Sox weigh a move to the South Loop. The current 62-acre vacant lot known as the 78 could be transformed into a mixed-use development this rendering shows indoor dining and outdoor lawn space overlooking a new era of the famous exploding scoreboard the pinwheels a focal point another angle shows views of the willis tower as fans take in a concert The developer says 1,000 affordable housing units will also be a part of this development, and their plan includes ideas for guaranteed rate field. There, they envision a reimagined campus with 1,300 residential units and a repurposed stadium that appears to be a soccer field. The developer calling this a -a once-in-a-generation opportunity for Chicago.
6: Two things stood out there. One, I don't know where I'm going to park my boat. That could be an issue. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Two. You know, you're no, you're no ass boat. You ain't getting no ass in that boat.
6: No. Um, <laughs> maritime law. No. Um, <laughs> the other thing is, what do they determine it... classify is like affordable housing? Like, or oh, we're
0: not going. We're not going down that rabbit hole right now. I
6: don't think it's going to be very affordable in that seventy eight.
0: No, got- it will be. No, it will be. It'll be mandated. Yeah. No, it'll be mandated. Yeah. Um, Lot B soccer tailgates are going to fuck hard. (laughs) Chicago (laughs) fire. But, man, all those houses in what used to be the parking lot at the current stadium, whew, Jesus, beef. Hopefully, you're going to have some college ragers at your house, man, because keg stands galore over there on 35th and Shields, more than (laughs) usual. But the renderings look dope. The whole stadium looks cool. It looks like a, an awesome experience. And the first thing I'm seeing a lot of people with negative things to say uh, is the parking. And to that, their rendering, you know, their renderings, it's just, I'm sure there'll be a big multi-story parking garage in there somewhere, or they're going to put somewhere for you guys to park. Like, That's it's not going to you know? be
5: like...
2: Allegiant Stadium here in Vegas. No parking. There's no parking. There's no parking. It, nobody bitches. There's plenty of We're parking. also close it's to the... Rideshare.
6: I think it's close to a couple of the... I think the Orange Line's close to there. Yep. Oh, yeah.
0: There's there's a couple of L stops there, and then there's uh, the Rock Island line, and Union Station's not all that far away. It's not, like, right down the block, but it's not crazy far. Sure. And they have the water taxi in those renderings, which is hilarious. <laughs> but... The, I'm serious. So pontoon tailgates are gonna be fucking amazing. Someone's I'm gonna get on someone's boat, not Missy's because that boat sucks, but I'm gonna get on a pontoon boat and watch the game on the screen because that'll be an experience. But it looks good. I like the fact that it's gonna create a lot of jobs. That's in the one of the write ups. Uh, some temporary during the construction and a lot of permanent ones. Uh jobs are good. Um but yeah I mean for the only real negative to come out saying you know the parking, the parking, the parking, they got five years to figure that out. They're gonna put somewhere for people to put their cars because if there's no people, there's no money. So they're gonna get you there somehow.
2: I think I can think of a a worse things than people being encouraged to do more ride sharing from the ballpark considering the 108. In general, like being able to, you know, less driving, more public transportation. Yeah. That is safe for everybody around. It's good for the community too. I think that's a good thing.
6: That's right. That's true. Jerry's trying to stop drinking and driving. So there we go. <laughs> no, and it's the new Tony Larusa.
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: and uh, if you don't think Tony Larusa, you know, <laughs> if you don't think things are going to change in those renderings a billion times between now and when the shit gets done. You're wild, man. But, yeah,
2: the traffic to get there is going to suck, and that's fair. I mean
6: you – know, It already is kind of a pain in the ass, though. Yeah, there's – carb- Okay,
2: you have five years? Get Elon Musk to create a Hyperloop. you would be fine. Easy, peasy. Everything's underground. They could just take an elevator but, up. Hey, it's fine. I
0: mean, there's a lot more train – I
2: don't know.
0: There's – I think the pros kind of outweigh the cons here. I'm going to hold judgment until I see – you know, permanent stuff again. This is a, a rendering for a pitch to get the land. Um, but yeah, I think it's gonna be, I think it's great. I think how many
1: bodies do you think get dug up?
0: <laughs> that uh, will be interesting. I'm dead serious.
1: I heard the 108 like, guys talking about a few weeks ago when the first story came out, and I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah, probably will be at least one.
2: Do you want to have it every time they expand out here in Vegas? <laughs> yeah. And it's, like, uh, it's like a normal occurrence.
0: I'll put the uh, over-under.
2: Yeah, what's the at, over-under?
0: At, I'm
1: have
2: cadavers. No, I'm putting it at three. Like, realistically, <laughs> I'd three. three. I'd say three. Three is a good bet. Three Downtown Summerlin here, I think, at four.
0: Ooh, and I, that think, was I, think I mean, and like it's, it's interesting, man. It's kind of exciting. I love the fact that you have the skyline in the background it's right there on the river there's a lot of potential for a lot of really dope shit now is it all going to be perfect no nothing is but i just that, think it's the the worst thing to me in all of this and i think it's absolutely wild that they plan on building that many houses or townhouses or whatever in bridgeport like that like that's wild to me i mean i get the soccer field cool you know chicago fire soccer gates are awesome whatever but that all those housing units that's crazy to me
2: dude
0: oh boy that would be interesting
2: mailman jack um also anticipates teleportation pods like in the fly but i mean do we want to be a brundle fly like i mean that's
0: I can bury my booze there now, <laughs> like the Lollapalooza. You know, f- <laughs> that's what people do. I don't know, Fitz, if you know that, but like yep. people bury in, in their like Oh yeah,
5: yeah,
2: six months before. It's,
0: it's wild, dude. <laughs> but I don't know. I'm obviously it's something that all White Sox fans are going to keep a close eye on. I think it's interesting. I think it's kind of exciting. I mean, as Beef pointed out in the comments too. I'm going to be older, but my son's going to be at like the perp My son's going to be like eight years old, nine years old when this gets done. You know what I mean? Like that's when your baseball fandom like really gets going. And I'm looking forward to it, man. It could be cool. It also could just be a complete disaster. So we'll hold out on that and see what happens. But I think there's a lot at stake. Again, I really like we're all a majority is here from the south side or, you know, whatever. And a lot of our friends and family members are in unions, trade unions. And this is going to create a lot of jobs, and I think that's really dope, and hopefully stuff goes through, and it's definitely going to be a big pain in the ass. Oh, what uh,
1: What stadium project uh, gets done first? That or the new Soldier Field, or whatever the Bears are going to call it?
0: I, they I know don't know where they're going to fucking go now. Well, apparently they're very, very serious
1: go. about that lakefront uh, project.
0: Yeah, I don't know where all this shit's going from, but the Bears need it more than the White Sox, though. Soldier Field's an absolute dump. That I agree. In, com- in comparison to other oh,
1: NFL it's stadiums. It's the NFL
6: stadiums there is. The I cost actually, I to... is a disaster. Leaving that stadium stinks. You can't, like, mm-hmm. it's, Yeah, it's not.
1: I actually want to ask this question, because I think it came out today that uh, they are planning to have a roof, a fixed roof. It's not going to be retractable. For the White Sox new stadium, do you want a
0: roof? or Wait, no. No. There's not going to be, there was no roof on any of those renderings. The whole thing is the skyline view.
1: No, no, no. I'm asking you, do you want a retractable roof?
6: Yes. To answer your question. I Probably
1: would...
0: for the March, April games. Yeah.
6: Well, and you never have to worry about a rain out too. would be like, right. Right. that's the worst that Like you got plans and you look at the weather and it's like, oh fuck, it's supposed to rain. Today, so I would not mind it. Although have you ever heard of that the time, the Milwaukee Brewers, like they was opening day and they had the dome up. <laughs> I did the flyover and yeah,
1: because the <laughs> so, so the Milwaukee Brewers have a dome, but like they still have windows, there, or like they still have some like openings where water but, can get in. That's why they still have a tarp because sometimes they still get a wet field. I have no it's idea what the, the hell the Brewers should
5: think.
0: I'll tell oh. you what: if they do it, unlike the Brewers, they need to have a damn good AC system. It gets hot it and does. funky. Yeah. yeah, it gets. Funky as hell in that Milwaukee stadium when the roof is closed, dude. Oh,
2: short, short. It's,
0: yeah. It's it is
2: b- brutal. You um,
1: know, Brewer, Brewer's uh, stadiums.
2: Yeah. The renderings are cool. Series,
6: the Sox played them in 2021. I think it was like the first game of that. I was up in the nosebleeds. I lost like five pounds of sweat. It was.
2: Mm-hmm. It was-
0: this dude amuse- all these guys were talking about doobie brothers in the chat, and I got doobie
2: brothers songs stuck in my head. Man, do you remember when they played um Taste of Chicago? It was like what like 1998, I think. How do
1: you remember? You're only one.
2: It's true. I was um, my parents do. we down in a stroller. I just remember hearing their beautiful harmony.
0: Breaking moves.
2: I was definitely not down there smoking weed. No, nope, no. Nope. Uh, oh, oh, I was only it's
0: one. Uh, it's officially official. Steve McMichael, Devin Hester, and Julius Peppers
2: all make the Hall of Fame. Oh, there you go. Well deserved. Peppa will go with the Panthers, which sucks, but yeah, but so he was a
6: dirty Packer anyway. I don't want to.
2: Mongo Mongo Steph has been so painful to watch. Yep, dude was such a larger than life kind of character, too. Like, this is he's just wow, and that's good for
0: him. I'm just glad they came to their senses and put Devin. Devin
2: Hester. It's such a no brainer, too. Like, right? That's I know. So I
0: don't. It shouldn't have taken this long. But rumor has yeah, it that Devin Hester will be on the Bears film room after the Super Bowl. Check that out. Sportsmockery, sportsmockery.com. Um, okay. Speaking of which, why not? Who
2: the fuck's going to win the Super Bowl, boys? Oh, yeah. What do we got for our bets? What are your favorite bets, too? Let's, let's cover all of our bases here.
6: Chiefs have plus money. I have made so much money this playoffs betting the Chiefs. It's no, It makes no sense that they are plus money all the time. Quite frankly, I was surprised that they weren't favored in this game. Better quarterback, better coach. 49ers, if you watched the last couple games, haven't been playing all that well. I don't trust Brock Purdy. Betting the Chiefs, plus money. I have I think Brock
1: Purdy over half an interception. That's
6: a good bet. Hmm.
0: That's a good, I think that's a good bet. I have the exact I did an exact score, but okay.
1: You
0: yeah, but dreams what the though? Score you is what, are you, what are the what dreams? What What score like? it's gonna be? Score is gonna be, be Chiefs 31, 49ers, 21.
1: Ooh, the over. I was thinking was the end.
6: Same score the last time they played.
0: Or was I that don't wrong? Think so. No, it's that was what twenty you guys want to know. Do you guys want to know my reasoning behind this?
2: Do you know what you are? Sorry. No.
0: Of the, the- I, so, you know that guy who's like yeah. the mentalist dude that does like the like inspirational talks for teams and stuff like that. You guys have seen this video all over the place. He was on
6: Hard Knocks. He
2: he's a giant from within.
0: Yeah, he was on Hard Knocks. This is actually because of Hard Knocks is why I predicted this
5: Her
0: because eyes. he brought up uh, Hardman, who was then on the Jets, who was a former Chiefs receiver, but and now he's back on the Chiefs, but. He Harmon goes up and he goes, "Who do you see you who do you see you playing in the Super Bowl?" He didn't say the Jets. He said, "Who do you see you playing in the Super Bowl?" And he goes, "Uh the 49ers." And the guy pulled the thing off and he like knew he was going to say 49ers. And then he pulled up the Jets logo or whatever and he goes, he, "And this is going to be the final score and it was 31-21." Okay, so, I'm okay. going Harmon's like on the Chiefs, 31, 49ers 21, 31-21, exact score, Bet 25 bucks to win like Thirty
1: five hundred, so yeah. Okay, I admit hey, you were close. It was thirty one twenty
2: the last time. Say,
6: oh. All right, see. Besides, I got. So,
2: I was lucky enough 11, to get 12, the 12. Niners at minus one and a half, so that that is good. So I took that. But here's my big thing: anytime score, George Kittle. Right, we're going Bears fan. George Kittle here anytime score, but I also will up the bet. I think George Kittle is going to catch two touchdown passes in Super Bowl Sunday. He's gonna get that. That's plus fourteen hundred, by the way. So I think Kittle's gonna catch two because he's just gonna get loose in like a like a like a third and four from you know the goal line. And what that guy does, he's the most one of the most underrated tight ends because he stays in a block so frequently. But I think I think this is gonna be a tight end bowl. I think both tight ends are gonna score two two touchdowns apiece. So I think we'll get both him and Kelsey with uh, some pay dirt.
6: I think you're going to lose some money this Super Bowl, Kevin. I think that <laughs> you're <student looks> so <laughs> Wait, no, um, actually, I
2: have
6: to, I have to, I have to I know, know one think. thing. you said about Kittle, by the way, too. He is underrated because he's an excellent blocker. He does not get enough credit for that, but...
2: Two just, oh, if I could play this, I'd like to... This was a Packer fan the other night. at because I, I was lucky enough. I got to go to the uh, opening ceremonies. Um, and this is a question from a Packer fan. I think I could play it. Hopefully you could play it. Listen, listen to this response. Basically, a Packer fan... At the because the press conference, the opening that that media day now is like a it's like it's chaos. So the fans basically have to stay on the outer like in the bleachers and the outer rim. But all these people that got credentials go down and ask these questions, and they're asking crazy ass questions. If you've watched it on TikTok or whatever, like barstools fucking with people. Like
5: there's people dressed
6: up like Marilyn Monroe.
2: It's all over. What's up?
6: We got some ABC seventeen people down there in the scrum.
2: It's nuts, right? So one Packer (laughs) fan apparently asked and almost practically begged. Uh, Kittle, to never play for the Bears because he's a, obviously a very notable Bears fan. He's, he said, Bear down at a press conference for the Niners for Pete's sake. And this was his response. If, I hope this can... If, nod your head on the screen if you guys can hear this. I want to make sure I'm not... So I have please
5: hey, what's up? Some, a big request for you. Yeah. Please don't ever go to the Bears. Please
6: don't ever join the Bears. Please, it's, please,
2: whatever
1: happens,
0: me.
2: happens, man. I'm a, I grew up a Bears fan, man. Relax. <laughs> so he flat out, he's like, I grew up a Bears fan, man. Relax. Like, He's like, "What happens, happens," which is great. Yeah. That guy, but... No, they also
0: uh, asked him what they should do with the pick, and he said trade it and build up a team around QB one.
2: Yep, which is these, question, uh, him and Rome said it.
1: That question from that package. I don't want to judge, but that guy sounded like the biggest dweeb in <laughs> Wisconsin.
5: <laughs> you seen some of the saying
2: so. Some of those questions that I saw, like especially on like the uh, the, the lesser known players, because there was like eight or nine of them, like all around like the whole setup. So you had like guys eight or nine deep too, and obviously I, and Kelsey, I
1: say that with no offense to that guy. But well, also.
2: Kelsey's Kelsey's was full. Like Kelsey's like booth, obviously like was like because Kelsey right now is probably he's the second most Google name on Earth right now, probably for the last like couple months. Um, his obviously his girlfriend's the single most, and so he's you know his was crazy. Uh, um, obviously Mahomes was pretty crazy. Someone asked Mahomes to do his Kermit the Frog impression. He goes, "This is it, right now." It was just him talking. And so, and you had all these like, you know, you had Andy Reid all the way down. And it was just like, it was so cool to see. But then you have like the, the, like the fringe guys, like Pacheco, Pacheco or whatever. He didn't have a big group there, but that guy runs angry and he's awesome. And so they, the blue man group was like, Hey, I see an opening there. The blue man group ran up on poor Pacheco and he was like, didn't know what to do. It was, if you can find that footage, watching him like squirm, cause they make you awkward and uncomfortable because they just right, get right in your personal space and say nothing but you can smell them and their paint if they're like if you can actually. Do they if you're smell next just person. like paint. They smell like paint and 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 um um cereal. I what the fuck? Like, like like tricks or something? I don't even... Or thirty-one Apple twenty-one.
1: Okay. Okay. Yep.
2: You said thirty-one twenty-one. Is that what you got? Yep. Yep. Chefs. Mm. Chefs, yeah.
0: chefs. Chefs.
2: Chess? So you're chefs. So your chefs. Your chefs. chefs. Look at some of these. Chefs. These are some what were some of the funnier bets that you guys saw? Like I'm, I'm looking through like some, so
0: of last year I hit on an octopus.
2: Oh yeah. We talked about that last year.
0: <gasps> yeah. We talked about, pack. I don't, I don't with these teams, man, I don't see it happening. For those of you that don't know, an octopus is when the QB scores the touchdown and then scores the two point conversion. Yeah. Does it have to be the QB fits or could no, it be? I think it,
1: it could be, it could be anyone. Because can't it be like a running back touchdown? Then yeah. he gets a two yeah. point or wide receiver catches yeah. and then catches. Yeah. It. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah. obviously, last year's because of Jalen Hurts, a lot of rushing touchdowns, and they well, obviously yeah, do the, the push push. The push push, yeah. That's it why count? it was so popular.
6: If a kicker had a kick block and then picked it up and scored, and then they made the extra point afterwards, would they give that to you <laughs> if it wasn't a two point conversion? But the kicker's no, because
0: that's seven. The whole thing is an octopus, eight That'd arms, eight. dude. You got to have eight points. But yeah, that hit last year. That was that actually covered the rest of my days. <laughs> so that was pretty good that hit. Um, I know a lot of people are hammering Christian McCaffrey. Props.
2: It's easy. How about this? Mahomes head to head, Brock Purdy, head to head, most path the pass. Oh, it's just like who throws more passing touchdowns. Sorry, I was yeah. you've got the um uh, like attempts at 36 and a half 20. mahomes. Longest pass completion, thirty-five and a half yards for Mahomes, thirty-seven and a half for Purdy. I'm thinking they're accounting for Ayuk and uh Samuel just like breaking. So yep. Early.
0: Mahomes doesn't really take a deep ball now that he doesn't have a well, he doesn't really have a deep ball threat. He's He's been very He's been good.
2: At,
6: you know, like he has not had one turnover worthy play this entire postseason by PFF. I
2: mean, Give me correct. Justin Watson over 17 and a half total yards.
6: I can see it. That could be a good one. That's one cool. catch. Well,
2: we were talking about them. I like
0: uh, Pacheco over rushing. I think that's I like, at, like Pacheco 53.
1: touchdown. Uh, McCaffrey touchdown. Uh, McCaffrey over hundred yards. I think if you
0: bet McCaffrey touchdown, you have to actually pay the book. That's how bad those <laughs> yeah. odds are. It's like minus. Like, if sure. it happens, you owe them money. $23, yeah. Twenty three dollars. We parlay these boys. Two hundred and thirty to book. balls, but those odds are just ridiculous.
1: Is there? A, do you guys on the on the apps you guys use? Do, do they have? Um... Uh, kicker doink. I can't picking up Ooh, right.
0: Like that. I my old... Yes, I probably do.
1: What's another one? Well, the touchback that's always a fun one because almost every single kick, the opening, opening kick, kick off,
0: some guy simulated the game on Madden and in the opening kick. Uh, the Chiefs took it out of the end zone and returned it. And he's like, I'm betting this. This is plus money. This is big money right here. <laughs> yeah, I gotta say, off social media. Um, <laughs> yeah, my algorithm is just all gambling videos and shit like that now. I'm um, sure
1: someone's gonna have a how many times uh, CBS uh, shows Taylor Swift. Yeah, oh,
0: there's gonna to be a, a Taylor, there's 100% gonna be a Taylor Swift prom.
1: Oh, who's What's singing that that the out? anthem? That's one thing I haven't heard. Who's singing? The, who, that's always a, a
0: fun bet, isn't it? Reba, is it? Is What's the inside
1: up? scout on uh,
0: Reba? How long is she singing the anthem? She's getting up there. I don't know how much uh, how much those lungs can
5: hold. Ooh. She's gonna go it to is... bed quickly.
6: It's gonna be right around her bedtime, five o'clock. So she's gonna wrap that
0: up. Is she gonna
5: be dressed um, up like a
1: uh, Dolly Parton? I'm
6: gonna say no.
0: Not enough. It's platform. Reba. <laughs> Reba McIntyre, voice coach, sitcom star, and country music legend, is taking on the Star Spangled Banner this year. At six PM, six thirty PM Eastern Time. Legend is a bit of a
2: loose term. Are you kidding? Oh, don't uh, do. If my fiance heard you in the other room right now, she would jump through the screen right now into your booth, and she would yeah. come for you, bitch. She, she who's is better, bitch. Uh, you two. Oh, you this year? You the Super Bowl Bowl. for her this year is literally <laughs> Reba McIntyre singing, and then a game.
1: So, who's better, it's
6: you two? Or Reba? Reba? I'm not saying she's not a star, but legend.
2: Who? She's a legend.
6: All right. hey, fancy
2: I'll fancy, fancy so, uh, sorry just, i'm gonna
6: argue you. i'm not dying on the reba hill I'll, I'll you know what i'll concede that one
0: yeah she you was don't here want twenty years before you though you don't want that smoke mitch i'm just telling I, you Reba yeah, fans it's it's
1: it's are nuts, you, you don't man. want the reba hive coming after
0: you no with i just walkers. always like i like that meme <laughs> of her <laughs> seeing that there's that meme of her being like Roll. i was a single mom on that song and it's like anytime my wife watches the kids while i go golfing and then they play that clip Of Reba singing about her struggles as a single mom and shit. It's funny as hell. That's a good. There are a few things,
2: few things in my life that I love more than listening to my fiance do. uh, Oh, way
6: Way to watch that show. I like Booty Barker too. I agree with you. No,
2: hold on. Baloney for
0: super chat for five bucks. Appreciate the super chat. He said, Before I go, Mitch and Zoe, Booty Baker was my favorite guy in that Netflix show. Which one was Booty Baker?
6: Barker. He's the guy in the wheelchair where they're like, I thought you were killed. He's like, I guess I lied to your ass.
0: Of course, baloney likes it. Did you see that guy's whiskey collection? Oh yeah, he's got like ten of each bottle, and not which bottles though. Every bottle, he has ten of every kind of whiskey ever made. His room is it's most ridiculous room I've ever seen. And he just walks in and he takes out a bottle of Pappy Van Winkle that's a couple grand and just pours it. And he sits there and he's just like, "That's awesome." Yeah, sometimes that's just how shit goes. Like it's just yeah. funny as hell, dude. Yeah. He's the man and. They all bust his balls. Bubba Wallace is like, Oh, I didn't see you there. You're too short. Dude's in a wheelchair. <laughs> He's, it was funny as hell. But you gotta I like that. I yeah. I like hanging out with people that can laugh at themselves. It makes life a lot better. But yeah, that guy's whiskey collection, stream Chicago sports bombs left. I mean, oh, yeah. that guy, that was impressive, man. There's liquor stores that would kill for that guy's whiskey room. That thing was woof. He was awesome. I'm, uh, I didn't finish though, Mitch. I, I was slacking on my watching from last week. I'm on the last episode. I'm okay. on the last episode.
6: It's a good race. And he
0: just, Denny just got eliminated. Oh, he said he yeah. was, he's cursed.
6: He is cursed. Every year, every year, they always predict him to win the championship. And every year, something happens. Like last nope. year, the year he should have won was the year that, because like when Ross Chastain did that move on the wall, Denny was the guy that got knocked out because of it. And he probably oh. would have been a championship favorite if not for that. So he was, like, in the clear. And then all of a sudden he looks in his rearview mirror and sees Chastain barreling down against the wall. And
0: he's, he's cursed. Like, oh. And then what was the other thing? Oh, I actually did feel bad when the Jordan guy, uh, Reddick. Yeah. When he's like, I got the best pit crew. I got the best car. I got the best parts in my car. So I didn't make it. And the only thing that's, like, a variable is human error. So, yeah, that falls on me. And I was just like, God damn, dude. <laughs> Jesus, man. Drink a beer or something. Relax. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. But it is it is a fun watch. Again, we're talking about the Netflix show, the NASCAR Netflix show. Even if you're not a, a NASCAR person, so to say, it's it's an entertaining thing to watch. It really What did is. you guys and think I about actually,
1: Netflix picking the Red Sox to do their uh, inside the thing?
0: team yeah i don't know why they would go with the red sox maybe
1: just i think they're doing, they're doing it because they're doing the 04 documentary and it's like all right we already have you
0: guys uh, doing yeah. that.
6: i think yeah. as long as
0: as long as lucas giolito is a, a main character i'm in
6: <laughs> they do a good job with their sports documentaries though i have yet to see like they one. really do yeah, i am full swing one for golf i thought that was pretty
5: good so
0: a new new season coming out in march uh but because of the NASCAR thing, I think they're just starting to recommend more sports documentaries because they're showing up on my front page in Netflix. I just got done watching the Ric Flair one. Is that good? Has, I saw That's not my it has,
6: recommended now, too. Yeah. Ric Flair has a crazy-ass... Wasn't he, like, is. in an airplane crash?
0: Yes. He was in an airplane. He broke his he back like a in, like, broken places. And they're like, yeah. don't wrestle.
1: You're done. And, like, seven months later, he's, like, back on the road.
0: Yeah. Dude, he <laughs> talks <laughs> about how he took a 13-hour plane ride to Japan, drank the whole way there, got to Japan, drank the whole time he was there, and then drank the whole plane ride home. He's like, I should have died like 10 times in my
1: life. No, dude, those I'm wrestling like, stories are fucking insane.
0: Bro, what's his name? Carrie F- Von Erich
2: fought with one foot. We never yeah. knew it. Yeah. He, had a, he, had a, yeah. he had a stump Aesthetic. in a boot. Yeah, yeah. A stump, not even a, like a horrible one, painful one. Like, it was like it really just boot, bootlaced and then like flesh on like, because dude. they couldn't reveal it to anybody. So it was like an in-house prosthesis prosthesis. Guys the are...
0: announcer guy Jim Ross Tough. is talking about going out with he's like, We're in the middle of nowhere, Kansas, probably where Mitch lives. And we just had an event. Respect, and and Missouri. Rick we're gonna,
5: actually
0: don't. Me And me and Rick were gonna go out and just have a beer. He's like, We walked into this little bar. There's probably 10 people total in the bar. We sit down, and before anyone says anything, Rick just looked at the bartender and goes, give me 326 kamikaze shots. And the bartender goes, "Why?" Cuz he you heard me, and he just started putting them on trays and Rick just starts walking around passing them out to everybody. <laughs> They're all just drinking, I'm just getting hammered. He's like Damn. So I didn't know Rick Flair was adopted. And so he had like he craved attention at all times. Like he never got hugged as a child. So he just craved attention and so I watched that one. I watched the Bob Marley documentary. That was pretty good.
1: New movie that's coming out. Looks I want to watch that movie. Yeah, yeah.
0: Be good. It's, it, it's good it looks movie. interesting. And then Jack, to answer your question, the We Are the World documentary, I watched that too. That was pretty – I've never – I mean, I know the song and I know kind of the story, but it, it was cool to see it from the people who made it's perspective. Uh Sturgill – or what's his name? Uh
2: Oh, Garth was pretty funny too. The fact that he was just who's the country of... singer?
0: Reba. Oh uh, no, Garth. <laughs> <laughs> old, <laughs> old school cowboy. Oh, I can't. Billy uh, Nelson. No, no, like a real. He's
2: not What? Hank Williams Jr.
0: No, not. Are you ready
2: Tim McGraw. No, real country. Um, Johnny Cash. Buster Scruggs. The Dixie Hold Chicks, on. Waylon Jennings, God damn! Oh, that's—I mean—is he really country though? He's kind of like J- that. He's that Cash kind of like.
0: So he is. Uh, you need to watch yourself. He is. I mean, Waylon <laughs> and
2: Merle both. I don't know. They just come across. It's almost like rock country. I don't know how to explain it to me. What they, the found, fuck? they are got, the
0: godfathers of outlaw country, real country guitar. music.
2: Well, see, that's the outlaw country. There's, there, there it is. There's that's,
0: songs dedicated to them, dude. Like right. that's well, yeah. me, that's real country. But, anyways, I never knew that fucking pure they tried to put in Swahili because they were trying to speak like the native language or whatever. And Wayland stood up and goes,
3: Hey,
0: no good old boy ever spake no goddamn Swahili, and he left. He just fucking left. <laughs> Supposedly he came back, but
2: his son Mason's got some pretty yeah, good stuff out. too. I won't lie.
0: I never, I mean, Whalen was known
2: not to be one of the most accepting. No, he's part of that TV cash crew. Him, Chris Christopherson, those guys all like, they Dude, had I, their and shit. That's I, why I just, I, I don't know. I just, I, I actually lumped them into like their own category. Those four together, those four are just like, I don't even consider it a genre. Like, they're their own genre to me. Like, it's because Outlaw Country, I guess you'll call it that, but like Cash, Christopherson, Jennings. Merle, like those guys all just, they're just, they're different. Like, Reba. Not Reba. um Dixie Chicks. But those guys just, What's I the, know, those four together in a whole nother like. What? uh
6: I used to play that on the, the radio station all the time.
2: Who's the country
0: singer that just passed away? Or, Toby Keith. Uh, Toby Keith. Toby Keith. I had to bite my tongue so hard. I don't want to disrespect <laughs> the guy on the day he died. And I'm not going to do it now, but... If I was going to say, it's curious,
1: been a few days. It's all right now. No, I'm just kidding.
0: If, if anyone's curious, just Google Chris Christopherson, Toby Keith.
1: I uh, Yeah, I've seen... yeah, yeah. Oh,
6: I'm... All right, let's do it. Just go ahead and Google
2: People don't get heat. They're like, oh, that's the guy from Blade. No, bro. No. He go wrote of, some of the out best out of Google
0: that story and...
2: songs we've ever heard. Sunday morning coming down is like seriously it. Basically,
0: my... Although, Toby Keith was... Mr. Gung Ho, like, America blew your shit up type country music, and in his younger days, he tried to, like, say something to Christopherson, and Chris is like, have you ever served your country? Have you ever cashed a check that your country paid you to kill another man?
5: Oh, He he just, he basically
0: just bodied him in front of, like, Willie Nelson and, like, all these other, like, legends, and, like, they put it, he made him sit down real quick. It was, yeah. It's quite the story, but I, that's why I was kind of biting my tongue because all of Twitter was all about like a true patriot that. died today. And all I saw really, the story yeah. on Twitter and I'm like,
6: that, that's actually how I saw story. It was I a kid, the story. I'm reading the conversation like, mm-hmm.
0: right now. <laughs> no, my dad told me that story back in the day. Like I've known that for a long time, but it was just wild seeing all these people be like a true patriot died today. Now, all I could think about was that story.
6: Oh, did you have it up?
0: the story?
6: Yes. Yeah, yeah. Read the if you have like the, the the paragraph there.
1: Well, I have this dialogue where it says, uh, none of that lefty shit out here tonight, Chris. That was Toby Keith. Ooh. Needless to say, Chris didn't take uh, too kindly to Keith's remarks and responded. What the fuck did you Jay, say to me? Uh This is uh then Willie Nelson. Willie knew Keith had just struck a nerve saying, oh no, don't get Chris all riled up. Keith proceeded to say, you heard me. And began to walk away. Chris responded, Don't you turn your back to me, boy. (laughs) Keith, I don't want any problems, Chris. I just want you to tone it down. Chris, a former army ranger and helicopter pilot, said, You ever worn your country's uniform? Don't want me, boy. You heard the question. You just don't like the answer. Have you ever served your country? The answer is, no, you have not. Have you ever killed another man? Have you ever taken another man's life and then cashed the check your country gave you for doing it? No, you have not. So shut the fuck up. You don't know what the hell you're talking about. Chris then told those nearby. Bind. You know what Way- Waylon Jennings said about the guys like him? They're this doing the to best country line. music what pantyhose did to finger fucking. <laughs> <laughs> what a line.
0: What a line! What a line.
1: Uh, There's more to that, but uh, that's pretty much
5: yeah, that, the main. That, uh,
2: yeah. Part. That, is- mm-hmm. <laughs> that last line is, is is something to focus on a little bit longer. But I'll no. let
1: uh, Cub Zone uh, tune in for that.
0: We come in right at the right part. But no, I just that whole day, <laughs> like I'm seeing all these like tweets and all, and someone's like, everybody has a story about their. With their dad, with Toby. No, my dad was the one that told me the Chris Christopherson story. Like, no. He, I don't have a Toby.
2: Toby look Chris at this. Memory. So, all right. So he wrote Sunday Morning Coming Down, which was a cash hit, right? Yeah. Help Me Make It Through the Night. Uh, let's see, Why Me? Loving Her Was Easier. I mean, when you look at the stuff that he wrote, Christopherson, we hear a lot of those other songs. The dude was a songwriter. The dude he was... Hit the shit that he wrote was the real stuff. Of living like the Highwaymen, God, that's all. That's all of them, right? That's Christopherson, Jennings, Nelson, and Cash, right? Those four. That I mean, just
6: not writing about their trucks.
2: Well, I, are we getting? A, are we getting a, uh, I, 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 I thought I read through the grapevine that I we're going to get Nelson bar. Super Bowl commercial. <laughs> Willie's going to pop out for a Super Bowl commercial. I heard. So wouldn't doubt it.
0: Wouldn't doubt it. But
2: won't be the pee wee don't smoke crack uh public service announcement he's it's not are a Super
1: Bowl commercial is overrated now
2: or have they been yeah. for a while oh, I don't know fact here's my school week friday they release them before now you can see them. they're already out like, yeah, they're, they're already, already out they 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 do they do promos for the ads they're doing promo ads for the ads because the Super Bowl ads that they air are different but that's the There's best just part just no this.
1: way that's profitable
2: uh, I mean, did it, I mean, dude, they're paying like nine million dollars for thirty seconds. It's insane. Yeah, it's insane. That's and, what I'm saying. There's no way that's worth it. Friday <laughs> in my class, we're really watching good all good the old ones. ones. Hey, by the way, drop me some Rex guys. What are your favorite Super Bowl commercials? Because I'm gonna, sh- I'm showing my whole class on Friday for all my classes. Yeah, He's go wrong with Clydesdale. The Clydesdales.
5: Clydesdales. 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 With the Clydesdales. Sure there is a, a
2: golden retriever Clydesdale ad, by the way.
6: From a marketing standpoint, the one with like the square that was doing the thing where it's trying to get in the corner, it was just a barcode for like 15 seconds. That was funny. Like, it was kind of genius. Yep. Because then I was like, and then like you have to look and see what it was because it was just like, what the hell is that bar? And then everyone's
2: too, man they don't even produce their own commercials. They let fans do it. And then they just, there's your commercial. I do on.
1: remember, I do remember as a horny teen, those GoData commercials, those oh, yeah. all the rage. Yep.
2: I'll yep. show
5: you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> but the Pepsi Bumble one Bumble. where, uh, one of the Kardashian kids.
1: Oh yeah, Kendall Jenner Here, saved uh racist yeah, ended
0: when racism. She cured racism, she ended racism with a Pepsi. That was that's a classic god that
1: <laughs> well, it is right. a class. You gotta that's show so
6: that one, story. Kevin. It'll be like this is uh, a tone
1: deaf uh commercial. I was just gonna show you. This, this is, this is what to not Clark to do.
2: One. I just wanted Cindy Crawford. That was it, that was just a Pepsi uh ad. A it Pepsi was era. up. What, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. that was there. That's up there at the bud. Why is Budweiser why is there
1: was the, was that when a Super Bowl
2: every Super Bowl every I time remember, I remember the uh, Darth the Vader commercial show. Jack that was incredible the little kid who thinks the automatic the car that started was yep
0: yeah. yep yeah. um oh what was i just going to say shit i forgot it
1: that's the thing all the like the all the commercial all the Super Bowl commercials i can think of it's like like 10 plus years ago
6: the Doritos right. time machine one was pretty good the time
2: uh, it's the future you're so yeah. old, the kid. No, oh. Hey, kid, um, Thank you. have a catch. The Mean Joe Green commercials is oh. so bad. Come on. The Bud Ice, but beware Apple. of the penguins. Hair Jordan. Come on. Budweiser Frog. Bud Ice Penguin made his debut during the Super That's Bowl. That's what
0: I'm saying. Drink Bud Ice, but beware yep. of the
2: penguin.
1: Cat yep. hurting. That was a good
2: one. The, Cat God, the God, God Loves
1: You commercials that start popping up
2: terry tate office linebacker let's rock that was dude that's okay, that those we got. Um, i love terry tate e-trade terry babies
0: tate.
2: pretty mm. funny betty white the mm. snickers ad where her and abe Vagoda get tackled and or whatever she says good old betty rest in peace i mean
0: you basically you just got to think of the major brands and then now it's a lot of tech brands there's a lot of like crypto commercials that one year yeah, yeah.
1: when all, when all those guys were getting scammed but I hear that this year field field is going to be field more field so apparently
6: at a parallel park.
2: they're they're pulling back the risque this year. I feel um, I've read a couple things from some obviously because we, we do it in class. We're talking about it and uh, the trade magazine said that this year is going to be a much more pared back as far as edginess Super Bowl approved ads. So that I guess they basically asked that everyone apparently the 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 soft ass fucking snowflakes from last year were really, really, really mad. That somebody was awarded a Bud White, a Bud Light and and they couldn't, they just couldn't handle it. So they're gonna they're tapering everything back to hand to, to cater to some of the 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 soft asses that said they were quitting football when you know Kaepernick kneeled. So the same people, but they never left. And it's supposed yeah, to be as long as they're
0: funny again.
2: They're just they're mad about the, the hunt what what's 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 her name from last year that was given a one bottle of Bud Light and that was like the end of the world and it was a whole year. Oh, yeah, the train. yeah. Super Bowl. Was that One Super Bowl? year bullshit. Yeah, was yeah. A Super Bowl. Was it? Yeah, a Super Bowl
1: it was. Thing? I thought mm-hmm. that was like during the summer.
2: That was the kickoff of it all. Oh, okay. it, or that's why. Or that's why they've uh, tapered it back because of the backlash. No, the backlash came in the spring. So yeah,
5: yeah.
6: Uh. But it wasn't a Super Bowl commercial. They just sent her some bottles so she could do it on her social media thing because it was like some. Influence.
1: Yeah, I thought that was right. Again, I I'm terrible. I don't I don't remember a lot of recent Super Bowl commercials.
2: Oh no! That oh, that's, that's because
6: that's... I'm trying to watch the game. That's the it's just
2: because game. of People... it that they're tapering it back. I oh, forget okay.
6: who it was talking about it. Actually, it might have been the 108 guys. But it's true. Like after championship weekend, like the football season is true. Like the they're Super right. Bowl is not. It's not. It's not actually. Yeah,
1: I mean, all I I'm
6: not all
7: games. the
1: way there with that thought, but I kind of see it because again, it's, it's it's a party. It's it's, yeah, it's, it's a mainly, party. It's a party atmosphere. Party. I got to work want... during it this year. It's gonna suck ass. Oh
2: no! So, Give me some movie trailers too. The movie trailers that yes. drop during the Super Bowl are always super great too. So we're gonna get some. Those good are stuff. good. Well, I get, think we get a new. De- I think we get the first Deadpool trailer. Yeah, uh, and then you can you go online and watch the Red Red Band trailer too. So that's gonna be some good stuff. Yeah, Michael Jackson could set his hair on fire, Jack. That was a classic one too with the Pepsi commercial or the Pepsi. I
3: hat.
0: don't watch the commercials during the game, but the next day. Usually, when I'm at work or whatever, if it's a slow day, that's when I start watching like top ten list or top whatever. And now with Twitter, it's just like, oh, did you see this commercial? And like, then I'll watch that shit. But during the commercials, during the game, like I'm getting food or taking a piss or having a smoke or like I'm
2: not My, sitting down watching the commercials. Thoughts
1: on usher oh.
2: halftime? I he's, he's gonna get Little John. Wow. And he's gonna probably get what's his name. They're all Vegas people right now. But I, I, I got Friday for the old ones. Monday. Normally is for the new ones. I already put in my sick day. Yeah, oh Sunday, yeah, Sunday, I, Vegas. it should have been a like a like a holiday here in Vegas for like everybody. It should have been yeah. a day off for everybody because nobody's going to want to miss out. And we're going
0: the Monday, low. the Monday after the Super Bowl is instant PTO. Yeah, I still
5: when
0: remember it's in
2: your city and it's Vegas, like for the first time. Right. This place is going to be.
1: Remember, this was good I, and it bad. It already is right now. When the when the Bears lost the Super Bowl to the Colts, the next day uh, we had a – it was a snow day, but it was just because it was, like, freezing cold and the buses couldn't open. So I just stayed in bed for another 24 hours just questioning why I'm a Bears That is probably <laughs> top-down most drunk I've
0: ever gotten.
6: That was so sad. I remember Pete. driving home because I think I was six at the time. We were at our aunt's house watching the so game. So were night
1: you night.
0: drunk?
6: No, I was not drunk. <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, were, dan, we're dan, you reaching for your aunt's uh, bottle of bourbon again? No, nah.
6: well, old Mike might have been drunk, but we were driving home, and I remember like asking him because we were like all upset. And it's like, well, like dad, like what? What are the chances they get back next year? He's like, well, son.
1: Oh just, no. type
6: of, uh, games don't come around very often. He gave well, the Dan, son, the dan- Campbell see this speech.
0: speech. <laughs> well, son, yeah, you dude, I remember. Never
1: see I I I literally walked from like my living room, uh. After the Rex Grossman interception, just straight up to my room, closed the door, went, just laid there. Found out in the morning, school was canceled. Stayed in my bed the entire day. It was the saddest. The
6: worst part day. was they got your hopes up. They had the kick return and the moose common well, touchdown. Like, that's what, yeah. what I was
0: gonna say. So like they were, it was, we were all it at was my fourteen house. to six. Yep, we were I, don't all at to my house. I don't want to talk <laughs> about. And one of my good friends bet. A sizable amount of money that Devin Hester would return the opening kick. Uh, I had a buddy buddy too. My buddy Chris
2: Connors won a shit on he won like 10 G's. Incredible. So that happened.
0: We all went ballistic. And that's when like everybody started drinking real heavy at that. I don't I I had to rewatch it because I don't remember. (laughs) I had to
2: rewatch the game. Someone yeah. fell down on a pass. Yeah. Bears fell down, trailed, and then Grossman had to come back in the rain, and it wasn't going to happen.
0: That was really mean, Grossman bad. was not a good quarterback.
1: Cedric but... Benson fumble.
2: Yeah, that wasn't Grossman's fault. The defense didn't do well either. Like it got beat. Like Peyton beat him. No, yeah. no I remember.
1: Peyton I remember halftime, or no, not halftime. Got First drive it's after it's halftime. It was like seven and a half minutes. I'm like, that, that game's over.
2: Like fuck. Yep. Who fell down? Someone fell down. I think It was Daniel um, Manning, wasn't it? Was Danny Yeah, slipped and fell. And that was the big touchdown. That was like that changed the whole game. Like the Bears were up at that point. Mm-hmm. And then he falls down. Oh, uh, down you know, it was fun though. It was a good run. Now it's I would pain. argue though, I in, think the, NFL
5: game the Packers
6: was more of a gut punch.
2: Though. Oh, that hurts so bad.
6: That one in the game they needed to win to get into the playoffs. Like that was a little bit more. Maybe it's just because I was older. I don't know. But yeah, I feel like the NFC Championship game because yeah, like, that stopped. that
1: that Packers Bears NFC Championship game, that was it was they're like always within seven, and they just could never they could just times. Buck. it was always it's that like, one it, it was
6: yeah. Caleb Haney was in the game, Todd Collins was in there. So, oh god, talk about it. I that. I just remember
1: BJ Raji just getting sack after sack after sack. Yeah, well then he had that the that bitch BJ Raji. <sighs> Caleb Suck Williams though, one one.
0: We'll get back and I'll I'll remember watching the second half. Cause oh man, that was a rough, rough go. I like Fucking the hat. Yeah. Oh, you didn't know Mitch. <laughs> the show the show no, is sure not...
6: makes you look like a tourist a little bit, but I like the
5: hat.
0: Yeah. Did, did you know that the Super Bowl is in Vegas?
5: I, I was <laughs> not aware. <laughs> <I> just... <laughs>
0: I just have the image of Garth with the Reebok shit. I can't get I can't get it out of my head. People only do it because they get paid. It's really sad.
2: Different. Uh,
0: did that dude get down from the sphere?
2: Yeah, I guess it was. He was well, pro. Yeah, on the show was- right now.
0: <laughs> Why did he climb the sphere? Ooh, I think yeah.
1: he's like an pro-life, anti- pro-life Spider-Man. They call him or something like that. Yeah, he's oh, like a pro-life cool. Spider-Man protest guy. I think he, hey, he did that Super Bowl last year. Gonna climb Is that
6: the same guy that was climbing up one of the buildings in Chicago?
1: Oh. I, I just he's remember him on. from last year and uh he was at some building
2: in Phoenix climbing it up. Yeah. There was a He wants to tell women what to do with their bodies by climbing buildings. He's cool, uh, man, that checks out.
1: Our friendly I'm neighborhood flipp- Spider-Man would never stand for those ideals.
2: I'm flipping off you
0: he hates Jake Gyllenhaal. That's what he has a problem with.
6: Wait, why are you flipping out? Wait, who?
0: What? Jack Bray- from- Jack's bringing off Bono because uh-huh. he knows my hatred for you two.
2: You need to get over it.
0: You do need to get over it. Quit hating. That I'm not person. the one that keeps bringing it up you too. You guys are the ones that keep bringing <laughs> up you two, and I stay consistent with my message that they suck. They suck. No, it's, so, a- you
6: know it's not. just because Bono's an asshole. Doesn't mean they suck. Um,
0: Michael Jordan was an it, asshole too. He didn't suck. That's true. Pays it- Different kind of asshole.
2: you're just so mad that you were forced to download an album onto your phone and you were like really pissed off and you haven't gotten over it yet. It's fine, it's normal. People, a are just shitty cataloging. album, it wasn't a good album, it was like it one was of those a probably sh- shitty album. Their second but, worst know, band like, Europa.
6: They, they got a little bit of leeway, you know. You oh, get they got a good enough catalog where you know, give them a pass. The guitarist's
0: name is The Edge, his first name is The No, it's The Out of Here, the. the Edge,
2: not The The.
0: Oh, that makes it way better. <laughs>
2: got of you
0: too, but I do want to see the deading company. That'd be sick.
2: Yeah, because they're all dead. No, Kevin,
0: you sent me the link to the I, concert.
2: Well, Jerry's not there though, so it's gonna be he's gonna he's be
0: been gone for a little bit.
2: Who who's filling in for him now? Is it gonna be um Adam Levine or
0: it was John Mayer from John Mayer? I was, was gonna to say
2: John Mayer's fucking he, he bro jams. John <laughs> Mayer jams. I don't give you
3: shit. <laughs> I'll say it out.
2: Stream it from the mountaintop. Mountain top. John Mayer live is fucking fantastic.
0: I have a mental picture of Reba Ian,
2: one hundred percent. It's going to get loud. Is incredible music filmmaking and holy shit. Jack White. Yeah, Jack White makes a guitar out of like a string, a board, and a nail. Can you imagine Reba up there for like
1: ten straight hours? Oh my god.
0: a I- pan, so what, what do you
2: think is her over under on the length of the national anthem with Reba? Is she going to scat sing, or dude, is she do, you sing? Just, do you just do black
0: out for segments
2: at That's a time? I'm <laughs> it, I sure do. But I'm, I'm thinking more of like the, the breakdown of it. Like, you think she's going to scat? I need to know
0: she... the number. I need to know the number. I think it's 90 seconds.
1: Oh, over. No, it's not that low, is it? No, if it's, it's that low, low, I'm.
6: She'll okay. go off on a monologue about being a single mother in the middle of it. It's she gonna just
2: won't give up. She just won't She's give
0: up. She's a survivor. Yeah. That's the that's the clip that people use.
5: <laughs> I'm a
0: survivor.
2: Dude, I'm just... Reading that on paper or on, on the screen is far funnier than how it sounded when he said it.
6: The class, <laughs> Kev, for the podcast listeners.
2: Oh, no, I'm not reading that
0: shit. Hold on, where's Super Bowl props? <laughs> Game props,
2: Like, what is the average of a normal singing of the national anthem supposed to be when you're not like, bah! like Wayne Mesmer is even long with his Wrigley Field because he does the home of the and then does the parade, like really high instead of like the normal. He does one. it
6: for the wolves too, and then that old barn at the Allstate that thing echoes that uh, it definitely hits. So
0: you Wayne know, Mesmer's is a G dude. That dude imagine. took a bullet in the throat yeah. and he's still uh, out he
5: here. Made, Bye. Love him.
6: I got to head out. If the show is still going, I'm back. Maybe you'll get a NASCAR yep. minute. If not, see you boys next week. Oh, you yep. were right. You were Whoa!
2: right,
5: so. it's it 90 It says seconds. the over-under yeah. is at hit 90, that. 90
0: and a half seconds. Okay, okay, he
2: didn't hit it. I got a little nervous again every time he leaves. I'm,
0: I'm, I'm taking that over. Yeah, I'm taking the over, too. What That's is it? Real low. It's a minute and a half. I'll take
2: under. 90-
1: and this is, it says after opening at 83 and a half. Damn it. We missed, uh, we missed that load. I like going to
2: get right to it. Like she's, she's not a, she's not a, she doesn't, uh, you know, um, overdo it.
1: Okay. Here we go. This is from Fox sports. The over has hit nine times and the under has hit seven times with the push coming.
0: Yeah. That's over, man. I'm taking 90 seconds. I'm taking the over.
2: So all Reba, Reba's.
1: Whitney the Houston has the longest anthem yeah, at time. one minute 56.
0: I'm gonna leave that alone I'm not gonna make a joke um uh. the wait going back to this from Billy the graphics on the sphere are going for dead and company are yeah. getting nuts yeah
2: yeah it's gonna-hmm I'm gonna probably go. I'm gonna have to go. I mean, U two is so expensive. I'm gonna try and get into. So we got a couple more weeks for the U two thing, but five hundred dollars a ticket ain't worth. I'm sorry, I just can't. I can't. U two
0: should be free, and they should I pay can't. people. To and go. I love them, that I shitty album on their dance. But if you line. get
2: if you get floor at face value through Ticketmaster resale, which they can't sell it over face value, so you just kind of kind of get lucky that's where you get your normal face value $120 tickets, which is totally normal for Vegas. So, Do you guys want more inside stats on Reba's anthem
1: times? Oh, yeah, yeah. let's go. I'm that's glad people write this shit up. Uh, so it opened up at 83 and a half seconds because there's a YouTube video of her singing it at, at 83 seconds. Uh, this says, obviously, performers generally slow down during the Super Bowl. Uh... Before Game 3 of the 1987 World Series, she clocked in at 1 minute 22. Uh, let's see. She did the anthem in 78 seconds prior to a celebrity softball game in 2017. Incredible. And then she had a 72 second one in 1974. And Jesus. then at a rodeo, rodeo, rodeo times before rodeos. Uh <laughs> 77 seconds, 80 seconds, and 85 seconds. So maybe under.
0: Oh. I'm, I'm flipping. I'm just thinking Super Bowl, big stage. She's getting up there. She doesn't know when she's going to be on a stage like this again. She's going to take her time. I'm taking the over on that. Dude, our octopus bet right now, yes, is plus 1,400.
1: Really? Is it just anyone? It's it's anyone, right? Because like it's not just Yeah, it's anyone.
0: Right? It's Anybody can I, yeah. I would put some... Yeah like 10 bucks. on That's it? like a 10 bucks. Yeah, that's a $10 yeah. bet. Um, I can oh. see it. You know,
1: Mahomes scrambles in and then two-point conversion scrambles in again. Holy
0: shit. DraftKings has a whole section under their Super Bowl specials that's just for the Swifties. <laughs> any, quarter, any quarter to have 22 plus points scored is plus 400. Brock Ooh. Purdy 250 plus pass yards and two plus touchdowns plus 200. Travis Kelsey to score an octopus, plus three thousand. Plus three thousand. I could see that though. You catch a little ten yard pass, and then they hit him for the two pointer. They do that little shovel pass, you know that screen. Yeah. They do that yes. inside screen. They love plus three thousand though. I think uh, I would put the ten dollars on that. Chiefs to win by exactly eleven points. Nope, it's going to be ten. Oh, uh, Brock Purdy. <laughs> Chief to win by exactly 11 points is plus 3,000. Mm, I would rather do the octopus. Uh, Brock Purdy, 300-plus pass yards and three-plus three, pa- three plus pass touchdowns, pl- and the 49ers win. Well, yeah, Brock's balling out like that. The 49ers are going to win. That's plus yeah. 1,000. Uh, Mahomes, 15-plus rush yards, 215-plus pass yards. That's minus 140. Mm. Kelsey or juice check to score the first touchdown. That's only plus six hundred.
1: But that I mean Kelsey would normally be like what like plus one hundred, so
0: yeah. I don't know. I think I'm I'm gonna do it right now. I'm gonna put the ten bucks on Kelsey to octopus it.
1: Octopus Kelsey. I'm surprised oh. there's not a how many times so is Taylor ten Swift bucks once checked?
0: me 10 bucks wins me 310. There you go. 10 bucks to win 300. It's in. I've been on stupider shit before, so that's in. (laughs) It hit, dude, I went nuts last year when the octopus hit. That was crazy, man, because that was all Luke started the whole thing on sports bombs. And I thought it was interesting. And yeah. I don't know. I just, I don't, I can't find. The anthem on DraftKings. Because ah. I'm going to take that over. Uh, breaking news! I just <gasps> hit a six leg parlay. Stuck. Whoa. DraftKings.
2: Yep. Breaking news! I just found face value floor seats for you two at the Sphere. There Should be free. It's five hundred. <laughs> it's only five hundred and thirty-five dollars total after show fees. Hey, that's about in, as much as I spent on clothes. at
0: <laughs> I've heard though that's that sphere, sphere is sick, dude.
2: Yeah, they say to watch the floor seats are the best. They say because you get the whole expansive experience. Apparently at the top it's really rough. And you get kind of like an obstructed view and you feel a little yeah, I
1: saw like I saw there's a whole bunch of seats where you, you it's an obstructed view. It's like you're at Wrigley Field. Yeah, it's like <laughs> three, I think it's the
2: three hundreds are bad. All
0: right, all right, all right, all right, all right. So this bet is plus 1,490. Oh, here we go. The odds on this. (laughs) Scotty Scheffner to finish in the top 10. Ricky Fowler to finish in the top 30. The Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. Mahomes to throw 225-plus pass yards. And Travis Kelsey to score a touchdown. So you need all five of those things to happen for basically plus 1,500.
1: What was the second one? It was Scotty Scheffler and then what was it? Scotty
0: Scheffler to finish top 10, which he's been the world number one for like 70 weeks yeah. in a row. So that's not crazy. My boy, Ricky Fowler finishing in the top 30. Chiefs mm-hmm. to win. Mahomes 225 plus passing yards. Kelsey to score a touchdown.
1: Yeah, it seems like the the Ricky Fowler one's the big uh
0: Yeah, that's the big question mark on that one. That's the one. Because obviously if the Chiefs win,
1: out. Mahomes probably has a big game. Kelsey probably scores.
0: Mhm. Oh, that's oh, that's tempting though. No. <laughs> that would be that would just be like a sick bet to hit. Yeah, like that'd be a, that'd be like a braggy one later, Jack. That'd be like a like yeah. That'd be sick. Like I'm feeling pretty good right now because I just hit that six legger.
1: I do say so, uh, I'm going to be making my biggest bet ever on Sunday.
0: And it will be biggest average. one ever. Yeah. So we're a big cheese podcast, except for Fids.
1: That's the thing though. I need to know Kevin, how confident compared to your Alabama pick, how confident are you in the
0: 49ers? That's a fair question.
1: Because you were like, no, Michigan's, they're gonna they're gonna lose Alabama's here for business. They're winning it. And it just didn't wow. happen.
2: Uh, I haven't been privy to the practice sessions for the Niners but they've been outdoors pissed off all fucking Yeah, they've been week. at
1: UNLV. <laughs> yeah,
2: and it's been shitty out here and cold so they've been like they're fucking probably hungrier and pissed off and they probably, you know, and they, you know, at the you know, the the feeling I got at that opening night thing when you could hear like in the, they were doing the player banter or whatever, you can see there's an there's a comfort for the not for the uh, Chiefs being here, but it's going to be a Niners crowd. I would say probably 75% 49ers fans, 25% uh, um Non Chiefs fan, I guess. Not even Niners fans. Seventy-five percent rooting against the Chiefs here in Raider, and uh twenty-five percent Chiefs. Maybe so. It's going to be a. It's going to be even though they're the home team, they are going to be um, a road team when it comes to fan energy and all that good stuff. Here, it is pure Chiefs or excuse me, pure Niners. Only you know. Some of it again is because everyone here hates the Chiefs. So it's but the chiefs have won all away games to get to the super bowl and that's fine no i'm just that's a good point there too i just as far as the vibe here is but i just i think that the chiefs haven't faced the defense like the niners i think the niners also have a little bit of an it there's a good it factor man I, but i mean confidence wise it's a super bowl man i yep. i do like i like to think that i do well in the super bowl um college football i'm not nearly as like in on it so i was just going based on like perception I'm just going. I'm based on what I've seen this year from the Niners, and I've watched them a ton too. I I think that the Niners have the upper hand as far as like shutting down Patrick Mahomes. I think they have the ability over the middle to stop Travis Kelsey. And I think that they have the ability to get in and hit Patrick Mahomes. And you hit him early, you get him a little hobbled. You know, it, it might not work out. And they are the defending champs and they, they've got a lot. There's more weight on their shoulder than there are the Niners. Uh it's a repeat. It's a it's a revenge game for the Niners. There's there's a lot for the Niners to play for outside of just like the Super Bowl. So I don't know. I just I feel like the Niners haven't watched them all year rise against these teams. And I you know they've done it against the Cowboys and the Eagles and the Lions. I mean they just they find ways to get it done. And you know what? Brock Purdy's just as great a story as Travis Kelsey getting another one and in a tough year, blah blah blah, and all that, you know, all the hype they've gotten, but I'm not rooting against either team. That's the thing. I I really do. This is great. I like both teams, so it's been. Oh, fun. yeah,
1: I, I remember after Championship Sunday, everyone's like, "Oh fuck, this is the matchup," and I was like, huh. "I like them." Yeah, I was like,
2: "I mean, this is
0: like it's gonna be a fun game." Is
2: going two, right favorite, <laughs> t- my two favorite tight ends besides Colt Komet. like it's my two. Like they, the, those two guys themselves are awesome. Yeah, I D- I totally D-
1: understand D- the, D- the the oh, Chiefs yeah. hate
2: it's like, oh, them again, oh,
1: homes, But the 49ers yeah. hate, I was like, hmm, okay. Like, they haven't yeah. won. They've been close.
0: It's going to be I a crazy, entertaining that- game. Yep. It's going to be a fun game to watch. It's going to be a lot of offense. uh I think it be think ugly so. early,
2: ugly early, and then it opens up late. Yeah, it's like a boxy match. They're really? going to feel
0: each other out for a little bit, and then they're going to start throwing haymakers, and <laughs> – I just, like I said, the Chiefs have won on the road the entire time to get to the Super Bowl. Uh, Mahomes just constantly, anytime the pressure's up, he always performs. And the only way I could see the 49ers winning this game is because Kansas City's defense is kind of cheeks.
4: Makes sense. But
2: it's not. Really, the, Chiefs great. Are 4-0. the Chiefs are 4 0 in Vegas, by the way. I was going to say 4 0 here. And they have a flag built underneath the uh, foundation. Oh, they found
0: that they they pulled that up.
2: Oh, did they pull that up eventually? I never I never saw yeah. it. they pulled it up because I know that I,
0: that's so random that you just brought that up. It was like a random tweet that was in my for you section on Twitter, and it was like a dude in like a like a Raiders like superhero outfit with a white mask on, holding the flag up because he went out and got it. Hmm. And it was all dirty and shit. It could have been photoshopped. I don't know, but it was just I didn't like pay too much attention to it. But it's just weird that you brought that up. Like, yeah,
1: you know yeah. how we've had and some I, pretty, you know. we've had some pretty good Super Bowls for the most part, in like the last uh, you know since the the two thousands. Mm. I'm afraid, not afraid, but I could see this turning into. Remember Patriots Rams? Yeah. yeah, and it was like, oh Rams, they have a really good offense. Like, this is gonna be a good game. Like, oh Tom Brady, obviously. Great quarterback. Uh, like that Seven game was shitty. It was Thirteen <laughs> to three. Yep. I can kind of see it because, like, again, the 49ers have been great. They've been able to come back. Go back to the first uh, half hour. Uh, they've been great, but they they've also played the Packers defense, which was not that good. They played yeah. the Lions defense. That is not good. Well, Frank, Chief. uh, Chief. no, the, the Lions defense, as the Bears have shown you, the Lions defense sucked. But the Dale, Chiefs defense, Steve Spagnolo, dude, could be a nightmare for Brock. I think, I don't know. That's, uh,
0: that's the, Frank, that's in the comments, of on the, Chiefs, the first 45 minutes or so of the show's Cubs. Yeah, yeah,
1: we got you, Frank. Got you, Frank. Make yeah. sure to subscribe.
0: Uh, after
1: we wrap it up here in a bit. Refresh the page and we'll we'll got, we got plenty of cup sock at the start. And
2: nudes. Wait mm-hmm. and legit farts. Wow, oh, yeah, there's a fart. Find a fart. That's a like Big a like
1: explosions tonight.
2: True. Somewhere between one and forty minutes, a member of this podcast um dropped an air biscuit. Up. Oh, speaking of, um never mind. Air biscuit. Air biscuit. We man, it's on still
6: going, if I'm going to just doing a Super Bowl. Bets.
1: Thoughts on Drake? Yeah.
6: Thoughts on Drake? I always found Drake to be really annoying. That one year in the NBA Finals, they kept showing him on the sidelines. Like, what a bandwagon fan. They don't show any of these plumbers or anything on the That's sidelines. It's kind of
0: his thing, dude. That,
6: so I didn't like that. And then that one song where he's like working on the weekend, like usual, like half the country doesn't work on the fucking weekend. Like, man, I, I don't <laughs> like this. <it. laughs>
0: When's your right. 80th birthday? <laughs> like next week or Wednesday I'm gonna make a great
6: up? old person. I'm telling they that's what they always used to say in the fraternity, too. Yep. Crotchety young man.
1: But what do you think yeah, of uh, Drake's funny. latest uh, solo video?
6: Uh I didn't actually see it. So I don't know. <laughs> I saw a bunch of people talking about it. I don't actually know what it is. Um
1: it sounds well, look like- it up right now, bitch. I want to see your live reaction. Look it up.
6: I don't think I want to look at that. Look
1: up. it up on your work computer.
6: I don't think I want to do that. It's because it sounds like the dick's in it. From what I saw on the Twitter comments, I don't know if I want to do that.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Who's to say?
6: You have to find out. Yeah, no. That's a, that's a hard pass. I'm good. I'm more of a Kendrick Lamar guy. I, so I, I, don't, I don't much like it. All right. Drake's all right. Like, I have this couple. You know, I'm not going to as songs I'm down with, but.
0: All right, Mitch. For all time's sake.
5: Let's
0: do a NASCAR Minute with NASCAR Minute.
4: I started drinking at 6 a.m. We're here now. I don't know what time it is, but I'm rolling
3: deep. And those cars are going real fast. And real laugh, son. They're going fast and left. Fuck yeah. <laughs> See,
6: the best part about this new season is now because of that Netflix show, some of you might know who I'm talking about when I'm naming all these drivers. So, this, this is good. So, we'll get right into it. First race of the season Clash of the Coliseum. It's basically like the preseason race for NASCAR. They don't count it as a points race, but it gets everyone tuned up. So they're racing inside the L.A. Coliseum, short track action. So my pick was Christopher Bell, the Toyota guy, and he was one of the fastest cars in practice, along with Ryan Blaney, the former champion. So both looked like they were going to be good. So I was feeling myself. I actually texted Alex Root. I was oh, like, hey, hey. Bell is uh, looking pretty good. I think <laughs> uh, I think my pick's right. Well, those two idiots decided to gamble during qualifying. So usually during these Clash the Coliseum race, they have five heat races and like the top two from each heat will get in the race and everyone else has to go to a last chance qualifier. Well, because all that rain was coming in, they had to move the race up a day early and they scrapped all the, like, Heat races, so they just did qualifying for it. So only 22 cars out of like the 30 something that were there could make the cut. So a lot of good cars were able to miss it. So Bell and Blaney decided to gamble, they went with scuffed tires. They're like, Yeah, like we'll use these used tires because they'll get heat in them quicker and we'll be able to go faster in qualifying. Well, that completely bombed. So Bell didn't even make the race. Blaney only got in on a provisional because he was in the championship. So now, once the race started, we people are throwing fenders, they're trading paint. Denny Hamlin started on the pole quickly. His rookie teammates, I gave past him. It looked like Gibbs was about to run away with things. Then a caution comes out. So Hayes on the front row with old Joey Logano. Logano's on the outside, Gibbs on the inside. Joey Logano schooled him on that restart. Much better jump, able to slide down to the low lane, take first place. Logano's got the point. He's leading the race for like most of it. Now, late in the race, two have to start in the front row again. And they start racing hard because Gibbs was embarrassed after getting schooled by Joey. But he runs him off the racetrack. The two make contact, takes both of them out of the race. Kyle Busch moves up to the front row now. He's trying to track down Danny Hamlin. Danny Hamlin's trying to hold off of Kyle Busch, but he has smoked the back tires. Every time he's going to a corner, all the tires lighten up. You see all this smoke coming out of him. It looks like Bush is going to catch him. But Denny Hamlin holds him off, bum shoulder and all. He wins the first race of the season. Everyone was booing him. It was a great day for NASCAR. Then later, they did the NASCAR Mexico Series, which they usually don't even televise. And my boy Daniel Suarez, who used to be in that series, he came down and basically beat up on a bunch of guys that like were way below his level. But he won that race too. So my driver won a race. Denny Hamlin won the main one. That is your NASCAR.
2: Kick rocks, Mitch. Kick rocks, Mitch.
6: It's all right, I'll kick rocks. Daytona's coming up. I'm, got, I'm gonna be gonna be uh, yeah, it'll be good. Oh, 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 oh.
4: <laughs> what's uh, up, uh, How uh. Himself? Mitch? How we doing? Are, are we about to be best friends? I don't know, could be because <laughs> I also, too, as well, am a NASCAR guy.
6: Oh, let's fucking go. Missy was right. You guys are trying <laughs> to a better looking guy that also likes NASCAR. This ain't good. I am. <laughs> the driver.
4: Uh so here's the thing. I grew up a Gordon Actually, guy.
5: Oh, uh-oh.
4: Grew up a Gordon guy and after Gordon left, I've been really trying to latch on to somebody, but it's hard when these guys are like younger than me. I'm still adjusting to that in my life. Right. Um but uh I have latched on and I and I have references and I can prove that I was a Ryan Blaney ba- fan before he won the championship. I was at Talladega when he won the race in in October oh shit! Sure. Uh, that was it, sick that move was, on
6: Stephen harvick that was sick
4: yeah hold on real
2: quick tommy has, is, this, is this true or is this you telling him you're the chris bryant of nascar to impress mitch uh you actually kind of look like the blaney guy
4: oh, well, I'm, I'm glad you say that uh if you all would like uh you can follow the tandem draft it's a podcast that i do with my cousin griffin uh, where we talk about NASCAR every single week Mitch Mitch, you're welcome anytime you'd like to you bet, be you um, but no, it's very true. I was at the I was at the road race in Chicago uh, in July when it when it uh, rained a historic amount of rain on um, but yeah, I, I'm just so excited that you're a NASCAR guy because I do also as well. I'm an NASCAR guy.
6: I'm excited that you didn't say you were a dirty Chase Elliott fan. I heard the Jeff Gordon fan. A lot of (laughs) Jeff Gordon fans, I still root for Hendrick. I cannot stand Chase Elliott. Penske material, though, so you're good in my book. Love to hear it.
4: Yeah, yeah, I'm a Blaney guy, uh, and uh, my cousin uh, Griffin, he roots for for Bubba Wallace. He's a big Bubba Wallace guy, so I support him. Uh, Anything Michael Jordan does is okay with me. Um, So if he's going to have a race team, I'm going to go hard for him. Uh, but yeah, I, you know what? I tried to like chase Elliott when he first came on because he took over the 24 and I just can't do it. I, I physically so cannot boring. do it. Just, yeah. Yeah. He's boring. Um, but this is great. I can see the look on the three of your faces knowing that there is another NASCAR fan and you guys are disgusted. This with me. Uh, my first, oh, was my first day on the job, my first day on the job. And here we I are. I actually know
0: what you guys are somewhat talking about. Because of this Netflix show, so I'm just excited. I
4: kind of know what the, the Netflix fuck show. Is. Also, uh, Denny Hamlin, like I love that he just does not give a crap about anybody. This I, is yes. fantastic. And when he says, "I just beat your favorite driver," like when he dropped that line, I was like, "Oh, here we That's go." Exactly what I said last and week. And then when he did it, at, when he did it again at the Coliseum, I was like, "Eh, it's it was not a little so cringier much,
6: that time." Not part so part not much fun the second me, time. Like, yeah, part of that was on the, <laughs> the reporter that asked him, "Like, oh, yeah. aren't you going to say the line?" And it was like,
4: eh. "Yeah." But the fact that the reporter after when he said, I just beat your favorite driver, the fact that he said, which one? All of them. He won the freaking race, you yeah, dummy. Yeah. Sorry. Well, I didn't, I didn't ladies and gentlemen,
0: problem. no, no, not at all. This is this actually is a perfect, the best
6: sports mockery's he's ever made. I hope you know that. That's
0: like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is a perfect way to end it because we started the show with Tommy. We'll bookend it there so him and Mitch can – Exchange nudes or whatever they're going to do, and they're
2: going to be doing right their own video and writing them down
0: again for Tommy, the newest edition of Sports mockery. Go read his stuff at sports mockery sports uh, Mitch, who I think this is the most screen time Mitch has had on this show in about three months, so good to have you around, buddy. It's, it's uh, good. To K-
6: We're working on that contract
0: clause. Good. for Fids. and although I'm so, we will see you guys next week. Take care, everybody.
3: This Padres pitch is shitting bricks right now. Why? Because Danny fucking Burgers is up and back. Guy just started Shake Shack straight to the dugout. Rebuild of the favorites. We here for the latest. Yeah. South side or the north side. Not tuned to the greatest. Home team for the home teams. Both sides got our own rings. On the mound or the long ball. But we don't put the wrong strings. Yeah. It's that time of the year now. Yeah. Rick, Leo or see so the whole league that we hear now. Yes. New show with a new move, discussions and interviews, brave rumors that might, might be. be. This is Pinwheels and Knife. Yeah, this is what you waiting for, yeah. You can put it on the boy, yeah. Every season they get all changed. Take me out to the bargain. game. This is what you waiting for, yeah. This is what waiting for. You can put it on the board,